on our couch today. We're going to talk to you in the after the show show. But real quickly, you're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're in your late 60s, early 70s. What's the secret? I don't dare tell you. (laughs) No meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. Okay, I think... right now how do you know i don't have an erection right now there's a desk in between us i'm just going by my by odds off my nate's boner charts yeah, that's right yeah i haven't had those prescriptions filled in a while you know that health insurance is a fucking problem in this country if you did though i'd be stuck between a rock and a hard nate i get what you're saying right there har 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 uh, that's a un- unfamiliar voice to most baby oil and blow listeners out there. Uh, this is a first for the uh, podcast here. We have got an in-studio guest here talking with us about our film today. Um, uh, our guest is baby oil and blow's number one super fan, Tom Rock. He won a sweepstakes. Uh, we flew him out here. He's in the studio. Uh, congratulations. How many uh, Totina's pizza rolls did he have to eat to win that? Uh no, it was 64, Matt. 64, 64. 64 to win, but then the deal was we had to oh. match it, and we, we now owe him another 64 pizza rolls. That was also part of the contest, so congratulations on that. I think we're probably going to be going to the jewels after this to, to pick those pizza rolls up. I did burn my mouth. It's a given. When you're going pizza rolls, you're sacrificing at least a layer of that mouth. See, my problem with the pizza rolls is there's such a fine needle to thread in between getting those things crisp enough to where they're just not soggy pieces of shit and getting them to the point where all the goo comes out in the oven before you can even fucking eat them. Sounds like you need to go to Kohl's, get yourself a pair of khakis and uh, uh, an air fryer. Ooh, air fryers I've heard a lot about. Now, are you just over here talking shit about this? Or no, we have an air fryer. You have an air fryer. I've heard a few people talk about their air fryers, and from what I understand... Uh-huh, yeah. Hit me with it. Let me know what... You, you need one. Chef's kiss, this air fryer. Now, as I understand I watch it, Emerald's uh, infomercial at work. Can't you just put, like, the convection setting on your normal oven, and that's an air fryer, and they're just tr- trying to sell no all you white uses. people an extra no. fucking thing to set on your fucking... I, I, I don't have that much counter space. I'm not living in the Taj Mahal like you fucks. It's 2020, Nate. Yeah. Still? Ovens are for old white guys to make roasts in on a Sunday. I'll tell you what, you if next hands? fucking week... You guys showed up to Baby Oil and Blow Studio and went through that front. The first thing you smelled was some roast in the air. You wouldn't be talking shit. You'd all be like, yo, I'd, let I'd me get like, some of that roast. I'd be like, ooh, Nate's got the crock pot Let's out. Get my hands on some of that fucking, oh yeah, you got to slow cook that shit. Slow and low. There's, so... So speaking of air fryers, uh, and then yeah. you're saying, and then you're bringing up the using, well, using your normal oven. So would you guys say just an Instapot or a crock pot? I mean, I'd say that 
Instapot's like just like the rice cooker, isn't it? What's the difference? What's the difference? I've got a rice cooker. You could put anything in that fucking thing. Well, from what I understand, like an Instapot's like a like a crockpot, but you could do it instead of eight hours. You do it in like an hour. See, no, I think when when you're Back to the Future too. Hydrate (laughs) level four, please. We're not rehydrating shit. I think when you're slow cooking things. Part of what you're doing is you're doing that, like, dude thing where, like, you're talking about how long it took. Like, you want it to be like, yeah, this thing's been cooking for six weeks now. Uh, Matt, you're looking at me funny. I'm just watching levels, man. Okay, That's all. okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. I thought you were trying to jinx me again. No. Like, is this really recording? Is this no, thing I, not recording? I care Last about- time you did that, you were right, and it jinxed the whole thing. If you wouldn't have said anything, it would have been recording. I care about what we do periodically. Listen, I didn't show up drunk today much, so, you know, everything's going to go smooth. It's not fucking smooth as a baby's if, crutch. If we show up at but, your house, do you technically show up drunk at all, or just you're just drunk at your house? This is this is not my house, man. This is Baby Oil and Blow Studios. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what right. you're talking about. Yeah, we yeah. all had to come. Even here. Tom Rock knows that. Yeah. We all had to come out to the office park. Uh, I forgot. I don't, I don't even know what planet you're on right now. Part of town isn't even zoned for residential. Pay no attention to the took man Tom, behind the curtain. Took Tom Rock a while to find the studios. I mean, I knew it was hidden. Oh uh, yeah, that's a problem. Whenever the GPS, they always try to send you to Lower Wacker. I don't. I don't know why P- people just end up circling around. It makes no fucking sense. Batman movies. Wha- I like them. Wacker, oh, dr- oh, okay, Wacker yeah, Drive, yeah. I don't know. I, I like them. Hey. He had Tourette's all of a sudden. Well, yeah, but <laughs> Batman got COVID. He did get uh, COVID. Yeah. Which Rob- Batman? Robert Pattinson. Oh. Production's halted again. The current Batman. I'll tell you which COVID. one I can promise you didn't. Uh, Adam West. Is, is it because he's dead? He's dead. Did he die already? Yeah, mostly because he's oh, dead. Rest in peace, uh... Adam West, I pr- probably also not Val Kilmer because I imagine that guy's just oh. like a shut-in at this point, anyways. Well, he's actually an eccentric a, shut-in. It's either on Amazon Prime or on Netflix, but he is. Yeah, in that's a what newer, I said. A shut-in. But he is in a newer. <laughs> he's in a newer movie that was like dated two thousand. I want to say nineteen, and it was some like terrorist-looking thing. I mean, there listen, were pictures man, of him with a machine gun. I've got a movie that's debuting on Crackle next week. It doesn't mean I'm not a fucking shut-in. Everybody's got a fucking movie these days. And a meth head. I still don't see how you can talk trash about Val Kilmer. Oh, right. the ice man. That's how he flies. Ice cold. I mean, didn't we establish that he had a very serious fucking cancer for many years and tried to yeah. pretend like he did? Yeah, I made you all the watch all those. a fucking nutcase. I'm, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I'm pretty sure that's the reason why in the, the trailer and in the preview pictures I saw this flick I'm talking about. Uh-huh. He's wearing like a, like a lot of sure, yeah. around his He's, neck. he's yeah. definitely become like a fan of the ascot in his post-cancer career. I'm pretty sure it was throat cancer that he got, though. Yeah, uh, that's why. The, I showed you all those wacky videos where he's talking at, funny and spitting into uh, towels. At this point. It was hilarious. Who would you say is, is looking more like the Crypt Keeper? Uh, would it be Mickey Rourke or would it be Val Kilmer? Not even remotely Val Kilmer. His face is fat as shit, dude. Oh, uh, last time I saw him, he wasn't fat anymore. He was all like cancered out. You know, he still had a fat. He has. A, he's got. He looks like a fat old lady face almost. I, I'm thinking he's more like the creeper from Creep Show, is what you're telling me. No. And uh, no. Mickey Rourke is more like the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. It's disgusting what people will do to stay young. What's the matter with you? You want to keep that 90 pound corpse for the rest of your death? Keep pumping. I tell the story. Tonight's story is about an old man who finds a new wrinkle in the fountain of youth. A twisted tale that we call the switch. Mickey Rourke is as beautiful as ever. Uh, 
agree to disagree on that one. Oh, that's my mistake. Oh, hey, it's baby oil and blow. I was just going to say. That's a thing we yeah, do. It's, it's uh, action extravaganza. Time to introduce the podcast. And not just three guys drinking wild turkey and talking this shit. Quit jerking each other off over here. Get uh, to the fucking yeah, heart of yeah. the matter. Are we going to podcast or are we just going to jerk each other off? Yeah. Get to the meat of this meal. Uh, with that you roast out the slow cooker. always, man, how I want to do it this week. I'm one of your hosts, Matt O. Mm-hmm. There's Nate Adams. He's going to combine powers with the Tom Rock. I guess they're going to be the crush and twins. smash to my ex. Oh, you're going pro wrestling. I thought you were going super friends for a minute. And I was, I was no, like, I don't want to be the gay fucking twins. If we're the Bushwhackers, that's going to make us like WCW uh, early He's 80s Luke, run. I'm Butch. You're Johnny Ace. Yeah, you're John Laurinaitis. Perfect. Uh, ahoy, ahoy, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you've been following along, we are a week into September. We should already be doing our new September theme, but, you know, the August was kind of a shit show in general. First, a to- tornado tore down the whole studios. Then, you know, Matt ate some bad pad thai, and just, it was all a mess. We're a week late, but we are moving in now. We've got a big one. We haven't done... A director deep dive in a while. I love that place. I got great pad. You've been doing a lot of silly shit. Maybe a lot of silly shit lately. Time. Now we're getting serious. Tom Rock's got his hand up like this is school. What's what's going on? <laughs> you have oh, something no, to I say, would, young man? I heard when you said the director thing. I was like, I, I almost because I have the DVD of this and that's what I watch. And Listen, I have, nobody like, likes a bragger. Yeah, fucking I have the Mr. Dire- DVD player the over di- there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I have the director's cut or the regular, and I was like, okay, wonder which one they're gonna do. They're, so I went with the, the regular. Theatrical. Sure you haven't seen it, right? I have not seen it, but I'm pretty sure I watched the director's cut. I, yeah, I think now I mean, if you're just like... Hour, two hours and a, two and a half hours for the regular cut. Right, yeah. right. Um, That's why I was like, I'm just going to go with the regular one because I'm not sure what you guys Famously, they fucked him in the edit. They took like 20 minutes out. He hated it. They released on theaters. But I think at this point, most of the like home video ones They're you get your hands on are just all the, yeah, the director's cut one now. Yeah, so... I did not look at any scene-for-scene breakdowns of what was added or whatever because fucking nerd alert, but uh, to loop back around, yeah, it's Sam Peckinpah. We're doing Bloody Sam Timber. Bloody (laughs) Sam, godfather of fucking violent fucking movies. We're getting into his shit. First one here, let's get into the rundown. Uh, There's a lot. This film's shot in Mexico. There's a lot of Mexicans in it, so we're going to say rundown's brought to us by uh, El Milagro, the tortilla factory in Chicago. Oh, that's a good one. all the people in Abuela-level fucking corn tortillas in this town. Tom Rock eats the shit out of those tortillas. That's right. My Walmart... Right I usually don't put shit in them, but I, I use them for dollar tacos. A, dollar a pack until they, the well, easy, COVID hit them. Easy throwing around what, what Walmart's by your place. People are going to be showing Walgreens, up at your doorstep. Walgreens, I mean, I'm sorry, Walgreens. Our fans are nuts, Tom Rock. You don't want to be throwing addresses out there or even cross streets. They the will co- show up the, to your place. The COVID place. hit the factory, and they shut them down for like That's why I wanted months. to send them out some love, yes. Couldn't find them anywhere. We had a death, a death in the factory, a shortage. Just found him again at a Mariano's. Dollar a pack, the best, the I love best tortillas. A story with a happy ending right there. If Mariano's can afford to sell them for a dollar a pack, then there's no shortage. Chiching, chiching. All right, so now good. we've cashed that money. The rundown is of 1969's The Wild Bunch. 69. <laughs> <laughs> this is a film that has a runtime of 145 minutes. This is a film that had, a, bear in mind, these old movies and they're what they're saying they cost and whatnot. It's probably not true in the slightest, but the information out there, budget of $6 million, a gross of $11 million. So, you know, 
that's close enough to be a success as far as I'm concerned. Double your money. And this was kind of the first financial success in Peck and Paw's career, from what I can tell. Ride the High Country before this, critical success, but kind of a dark movie about disgusting people, even more so than this one. I don't think fucking Joe Sixpack was out there fucking buying tickets to that one. Joe Sixpack was my favorite actor in this movie. Yeah, also, uh, remember Joe the Plumber? Uh, the Republicans are stupid. I thought you were doing a Colin Quinn character from Saturday Night Live. This guy was essentially a Colin oh, Quinn character. Joe, Joe, uh, Joe the Average Worker. Oh, yeah, did, yeah he did have. That was, uh, that was one. Like Joe the average. I'm just Joe. Uh, I'm Colin Quinn. Uh. Now, <laughs> Now, on a scale that goes from uh, Stefan to Opera Man, what would you say the Joe character got? Like, uh, is, is it high on the scale or low? Isn't Stefan a mad TV character? I thought that was that Did one where Bill up? Hader just talks about, like, fancy oh, clubs that he's been oh, going yeah, to. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Okay, you're right. And then what was the other option? Uh, Opera Man, who's clearly the, oh, greatest, the greatest character in a Weekend Update I'd say history. this is... Uh, Whatever Stefan is, it's just whatever is right past that. Ooh, okay, wow. Yeah. Not not Colin Quinn's best work. No. This isn't remote control no. level work for Colin Quinn. Now, I do believe here. he also had a weekend update correspondent where he was a lion from the Bronx Zoo. That was hilarious. <laughs> or fucking shout like, out Colin Quinn as the lion. Like that was a real thing. I'm not making they that up. They put him in a real lion okay. costume. All right. Yeah. He had the mane and everything. Yeah. That's good stuff. Director of this film, as we said, is Sam Peckinpah. Uh, stars of this film, let's start going through here. First off, we've got William Holden, and there is Pike Bishop, the aging head of a gang of old Western robbers. And he clearly uh, was the inspiration behind the Bishop character in X-Men and the Pike character in uh, whatever that Buffy Wild the Vampire Cats. Slayer. I was going to go with the uh, images of Wild Cats. Oh, you're going to... Speaking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, do you read that? uh, There's there's a Buffy the Vampire episode that there's two brothers that have the brothers' names of Ben Johnson and Warren Oates' brothers' names. Oh, the the Lyle Gulch or whatever. It's something Torch or Gorches. Gorches. I remember. They have the same names. This is, is, I remember the episode. It's either a season one or season two episode. See how I brought this all together? Put out on Buffy and a lot of just like bounty hunters show up, and two of them are some old Western fucking vampire dudes. They call the Gorch Brothers, apparently. That's a great little bit of trivia right there. Mm. Uh, he worked with Billy Wilder a lot, William Holden. He fucking Stalag 17, fucking... Uh, Billy Wilder, famously Gene's brother. That's Go right. Uh, <laughs> Stalag 17, that's uh, William Holden uh, Academy Award winning. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Fucking Sounds Network. Good. He was fucking in Network, you know him. But uh, most importantly, he played Damien's dad in The Omen 2. I think that's Ooh. scumbags who listen to this podcast are going to know him from. Ernest Borgnine is in this film as mm. Dutch Ingstrom. He's sort of Pike's right-hand man. He broke everybody's hearts as Marty and Marty. He kicked ass as the cabbie in Escape from New York. He's fucking Ernest Borgnine. He's a legend. And... Handsomest man in Hollywood. And... What do you got here? What's this one? You look real pleased with yourself already, and you haven't even fucking said anything. <laughs> I want to reach across the table and strangle you right now. He masturbates every day. <laughs> okay. Warren Oates is in this film as Lyle Gorch. As we were talking, he's one of the Gorch brothers. Uh, he's the horny one of the gang, mostly. 
He was GTO in Tulane Blacktop. He played a character's named Frank in both Race with the Devil and Cockfighter. He's a baby oil and bluff favorite. He's a legend. We're going to be seeing him again here in Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia very soon. Ben Johnson's playing his brother Tector Gorch. Tector, is that a fucking thing? Uh, he's He doesn't get much of a character. He's the one that complains a lot in the movie. pronounced Detector. Okay. He was uh, Sam the Lion in The Last Picture Show, a great little fucking film from the 1970s, one of those slow burn ones. Lady Picture Show. Real fucking uh, slow cooker of a movie there in the 1970s is what you generally got. We're going to be seeing him again Real in The Getaway cooker. next week, so keep an eye on fucking Ben Johnson. Solid flick. Jamie Sanchez is in this film as Angel, the token Mexican of their gang. On well. Uh, he's He was Castillo in Invasion USA for all the canon uh, fans out there. Also, he played Priest in uh, Bad Lieutenant. Not the weird Nick Cage one, but, uh, you know, the original one where you... I don't think we have to... Where Harvey Keitel hangs weird. dong. I think we could just call it the Nick Cage one. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> People know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Robert Ryan is in this film playing Deke Thornton. He's a former partner of Pike who's now being forced by the railroad company to hunt him down. Uh, we saw him earlier on an episode of Baby One Blow as Colonel Dash in The Dirty Dozen. Oh, hey, son of a gun. I'd like, I, I'd like to say uh-huh. my favorite piece of trivia about this entire movie is the whole shit about... That dude bit, pissing and moaning to Peckinpah and everyone else about the billing order. Oh, yeah, there you to go. To the point where he Those was Those guys like, are at each other's throats. All right, you know what? We'll give you whatever billing, and the way the movie starts is as it's, they're doing the, the credits, they'll freeze frame shit, and they'll put up the name. Very stylish. And so when they did Thornton, what's Especially his name? for a Western. What's the dude's name? Uh, Robert Ryan. Yeah, when they do his name, they make sure, Peckinpah made sure they freeze frame. It. On the horse's ass, and he horse's put his name right ass. over the horse's ass. Sam Peckinpah. Easily one of the, my favorite trivias of this movie. I laughed so goddamn hard when I read this. And I read that like a while ago about Yeah, this. for sure. It's always been one of my favorites. He's uh, not a mature man, not a big man. He's, yeah. he's a petty man. He's a drunk man, Sam Peckinpah. It's so weird that Quentin Tarantino gravitated towards him. <laughs> uh, also, I'd like to throw a shout-out to Robert Ryan playing... Uh, Paul Gutschel in uh, this Southern exploitation movie I like called Lolly Madonna XXX, where these two feuding Southern families like get a hold of this hitchhiker drifter girl who's young and sexy, and they're like fighting over. It's good stuff. Everybody <laughs> should fucking bing that one. Put it in your bing box. Emilio Fernandez, I also wanted to shout out here. He's playing General Mapache. He's uh, sort of a warlord that the gang runs afoul of. He was apparently a prolific Mexican director in the 40s and 50s who even has a Palme d'Or under his belt, guys. Wow. Won Wait. a fucking Palme d'Or at Cannes. That's the dude that played the, uh, the uh, a general? The and general, he, yeah. His, ex- <laughs> his excellency, as they yeah, say. Yeah, he's fucking got a lot going on. He's like a cross between like oh, fucking shit. Jabba the Hutt and sort of... Uh, I don't know, like the air cavalry and fucking apocalypse. Now he's got like both those things going he on. Definitely does not come off as someone that's won awards like that in this movie. No, he for comes sure. Off as like we hired this dude off the fucking corner. This he's is drunk, someone's whatever. drunken uncle. He kind of, <laughs> he kind of reminded me of a Borat's buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not as heavy, but yeah, some right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an off-the-wall fucking <laughs> reference to drop, but, you know, we all agree. We all agree. <laughs> I took you right there. Tagline of this film. Hold on a second. Hold on a second before you do that. Did what? you okay. mention Ben Johnson? Um, did you not Ben? Yeah, I did, did Ben Johnson. Brother? The other brother, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Didn't I wanted to throw it out there. We know he that. even we... talked about how he's going to be in the getaway next week. Yeah, we, we know more Ben we... Johnson. Oh, I thought that was when we were still talking about War Notes. My bad. Uh, we know Ben Johnson, though, also from okay. uh, the old man from... Uh, the God sea. damn it. Fucking... Old man in the sea. 
<laughs> no, fucking uh, a Webster's dad dude. on a. Uh, he's the uncle. Oh, the grandpa. The, uh, the on a, that has the, you're talking about Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. He's the one that take my daughters, yeah. take my granddaughters. The, 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 the remake, right? With uh, with Thor in it. That's the one we're talking he's about. Not in that one. No, no, no. No, no. no I was confused. No, it's the, rid- the one that came out a couple years ago. Respect. That's original. Unchanged man in a changing land. That's the tagline of this film. Unchanged man in a changing men, land. Men, it's plural. I get, get it. There's a lot of men in this. It's the wild bunch. It's not the wild guy. It's not even two wild and crazy guys. It's a bunch. There's a whole bunch of them. One wild and crazy guy. I'd give you that tagline, other uh-huh. than the fact, though, I feel like they don't really stress upon that part of the movie that much. Oh, I would like disagree. I think that's the heart of the fucking movie. Guys, we'll get into it. Hold on. I think there's a lot, Save some a lot of going it, on huh? there. Plot of this film. Aging outlaw Pike Bishop prepares to retire after one final robbery. Joined by his gang, Dutch Ingstrom and brothers Lyle and Tector Gorch, Bishop discovers... Wow, no fucking love for Angel there. No. Bishop discovers the heist is a setup orchestrated in part by a former partner, Deke Thornton. As the remaining gang takes refuge in Mexican territory, Thornton trails them, resulting in fierce gunfights with plenty of casualties. You said it, brother. Uh, The next part of the podcast is fucking bullet points. This is when we tear into our notes. We talk about all the different things that stood out to us as we were watching the film. And, you know, this is... The wild. Talk about the heart. This is the heart of the fucking podcast right here. Yeah. This is I, this is the meat and potatoes. This is what people come here for. Matt, let's uh, kick it off here. What what's your first bullet point that uh, really stood out to you when you were watching the the fucking Wild Bunch? Hey man, like uh-huh. those kids, man. Those were some creepy kids at the start of the oh, movie, huh? Man, fucking, what a bunch of creepy kids. Got those paunched little fucking faces. Their beady little fucking eyes. You could tell they're fucking sticky fingered. Probably got like snot coming out of their I tell fucking. You, I tell you what, you you're really driving it home. Gross and it's little noses. Me thinking about it, this movie's booger crunchies around this, their fucking gross butthole nostrils. These this movie's full of like little Mexican kids, and they're mm-hmm. all polite and just like hanging out and like close to their That's moms, true, and they're yeah. all just like, man, I'm just happy to be here. It's such a nice time. I don't want to run afoul. These white kids at the beginning of this movie are like oh, fucking scumbags, fucking paying ants to. Fucking ambush a scorpion. It was talk, sickening. Talk about that theme of uh, a changing land. I think this is the first thing where we get it, where these fucking, these kids throughout the movie, we keep seeing them, that these these kids are a whole new level of fucking just like gross little psychopaths. We see them, they're torturing scorpions by dropping them into anthills and watch them get devoured. They're fucking poking at them with sticks. They're doing creepy little cretin fucking they're laughs. creeps. Fucking even our wild bunch who's decked out like they're in fake fucking army like uh, get ups because they got a job they're pulling here are eyeballing these kids as they fucking ride past them just like these kids are little creeps this is a new generation that I can't wrap my head around fucking the world's going to fucking shit man they had cell phones I saw them <laughs> goddamn liberals fucking that back then dropping scorpions into anthills probably was texting or sexting that was Sexting is when they they light the whole ant hell on that fire pay, after this. That was pay per view, sirs. Pay per view. Disgusting what these fucking kids were doing. They needed. I mean, I used to burn bugs with a magnifying glass all day long. The woods pop. Yeah. See, this is, I've seen this happen in movies before, but never in real life. Where were you, you two? Didn't do that? Where were you two junior detectives in getting your hands on magnifying fucking glasses? Driveway. I'd be like, I've never, Dad. Had, I've never had a magnifying glass in my entire life because oh. I've never tried to open up a detective agency. So I'll sell them out. Why were these laying around the house? I'll sell them out because they'll never. 
never admit it. I was like, Dad, where's that magnifying glass? He's like, right here. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, me and Kevin are going to go burn bugs in the driveway. Okay. He's like, yep. So is this a case of like a parent who's too fucking like uh, vain to get some cheaters and like they can't read unless they're pulling up the magnifying glass? Sounds like someone had an unhappy childhood, didn't have none their own magnifying glass. I think everybody yeah. here had an unhappy childhood. If that's not the case, why would you be doing a fucking action movie podcast uh, at 10 o'clock on a Monday night right now? You're right, Dave and Ted. This is your fault. People in glass houses shouldn't shit without drawing a shade. You know, that's that's the saying right there. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I just came up with that fucking two-bit redneck peckerwood. <laughs> so we fucking, we roll into this fucking, this bank robbery where they've They've decked themselves out like they're army guys so they can roll into this town all official. They go into this bank. They're going to fucking rob the place. Shit fucking goes crazy is what happens. Because we find out there's a gang of dudes on the rooftops all around this bank fucking waiting for them. It's an ambush. Yeah. They got hoodwinked, my man. It was like the end of the movie to start a movie, Nate. Yeah, it's, this is you know? an infamous beginning to this movie. Everything just fucking breaks out into a crazy shootout. And there's just... People running everywhere, gun down women and children, fucking scumbag fucking bounty hunters and scumbag bank robbers. They're fucking blood squibs everywhere. Just great blood squibs in this movie. One of the squibbiest movies of all time. But mostly it's the fucking camera work and the editing and like the slow-mo into the fucking sped up shit, into the still frames. Everything's just a jumble. Nobody's ever seen anything like this before. Yeah. It's like all those fucking hacky stories that, like, British rockers have in the 60s of the first time we saw Jimi Hendrix live. Yeah. I turned to fucking Roger Daltrey, and I said, like, he's going to put us all out of business. This motherfucker Every fucking idiot rocker from the 60s has that same story. I've heard, like, ten of them tell it. Fucking, when they're going into it, I can tell. Oh, he's about to tell the Jimi Hendrix story. you got to quit hanging out with... acting like this is his Jimi Hendrix story. you got to quit hanging out with Gina and Eddie Money. (laughs) They got the fucking best skag, man. You know how it is. I've got two tickets to paradise. I've got two tickets to paradise. I've got two tickets to paradise. Excellent guitar riff. It, it seemed like it's the ending of a movie to start the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's because, I should elaborate on it, this movie, one of the things it does, it just drops you in. Sure. It drops First you First 20 minutes, in. disorienting. Lots of characters. You don't know who any of them are. There are a lot of like old white guys with dirty faces, right. so it's hard to tell them apart at first. It's, it's great, though, because we're going to come to find out, like... It doesn't really matter all that much who these people no, are. It's just a lot of gross Here's scumbags bunch. doing scumbag shit. Here's the bad guys. Make of it what you will. Uh, Enjoy it. That's one of the things I like about the start of the movie, though, too, is the way they drop you in. And trying to watch this and seeing it as much as I have, mm-hmm. and trying to watch it like I've never seen it, they still oh, drop you wow. in. Where like, Fresh eyes. You don't know if these are bad guys or like they're army dudes. Right. You don't know what's going on. They're and, jovial. You then, once you see, once obviously they roll into town though and they cut to the guys up on the roof, you're like, okay, something's going on here, but you still don't know who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. Because at that point, you almost start thinking the good guys are the ones on the roof. 
But they're dirtier and scumbaggier yeah, than true. the guys they're going These guys after. are clearly more inbred than the Wild Bunch, so. So you really don't know, like, yeah. I like. But the then also the Wild Bunch does have that bunch? rapey little weirdo Crazy Lee who's but like uh, licking the, that old lady's ear when he takes her hostage. Yeah. That's the thing, though, too, is as soon as they roll into the bank and all of a sudden it's just like, hey, can we help you? Shut the fuck up. They move. Kill them. Boom, 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 and it's just on. Yeah, it's fucking on from there. Crazy action. I tell you what, if I was remaking that movie, Mm -hmm. I'd recast that creepy guy as Michael Shannon. (laughs) I could see that. I could, yeah, I could see Michael Shannon licking a lady's ear in a movie, no problem. But yeah, this fucking crazy editing kind of annoyed me. Like, I know this is legendary and people love it, but I think my problem is that there's just too much inspiration that came from this. Because this is all disorienting. You're getting too many fucking camera angles. It's all over the place. There's too much editing. But here it's to a purpose where you're supposed to be disoriented. They're supposed to be recreating the chaos of the situation. Later on, just people who make movies and don't know how just do this like for all action just because they want to make it seem exciting. But Michael Bay. They're making it confusing (laughs) on accident. Fucking, wow, you didn't have to fucking throw King Bay under the bus like that. But yeah, like fucking Michael Bay. Transformers rules. Transformers does not fucking rule. Uh, what's that guy who made Charlie's Angels? Fucking who just has a dumb like fake oh, name. Mick G. Oh, Mick G. I fucking, was gonna. I was gonna. My guess was gonna be Q. Fucking <laughs> I yeah, just had a something like that. Mick G comes out of this. Like, there's a whole rash of early two thousands fucking bullshit, awful action directors that like their direct lineage comes from this fucking scene and all the like dumb shit that it inspired at the time i can understand why it was fucking you know a revelation i can and i can understand what it's trying to do but ugh seen too many movies that look like this you know who should have been making movies that was a 90s video director let me know whoever that guy was that made those apex twins videos huh oh a fucking window licker oh that's good stuff weird. yeah i'd watch that guy Putting in an action movie. Did you guys hear he's doing a new Bloomhouse movie? I'd go see it. In a second. So what do we got? Everybody's fucking dying. Rapey little weasel guys. Like mm. Again, going uh-huh. to show like the one thing I like about this flick is like going and like showing like from like again, you don't really know, but you get the sense extremely quickly that these dudes are bad motherfuckers. That don't oh, give yeah. a fuck. These guys are and pros. fuck you and fuck you. These are like you. Michael Mann's heat level pros right dude, here. To the point, like, the guy you were saying, the creepy little dude, where they're like, he's like, hey, man. And they're like, clearly not yeah, a normal member of the gang. This is like his first rodeo. And yeah. And he's like, I got you into you. I got you. I got you. And he even looks at Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine is kind of like. This guy's you know, so crazy, he just like, like yeah, starts making the whatever. hostages march around and sing and just forgets that he's in a giant shootout situation, essentially. But like the old, I was going to say, the old lady that gets trampled by the horse, that uh-huh. they clearly show a close-up of it getting trampled. That's and right. Even him pull they had to kill four old ladies to get that shot. Her and be like, Jesus Christ, whatever. A lot of shots of children just inserted here, a couple frames of it. We're seeing these kids getting traumatized. This whole next generation is just so used to fucking violence that it's going to... And I think this is 1913. I think the, the shadow of World War One is fucking hanging heavy over this entire fucking movie, which comes into play later with the machine gun and whatnot. But now, we're about to enter just a, a period of extreme violence in the world. Now, Nate... Yeah, what up? Like... 
some of our listeners out there might not be good at knowing where certain countries are. Uh, yeah. Some listeners, mm-hmm, yeah, might not Just be great for the at, benefit of other people. Might not be great at knowing history dates. When mm. would you say World War One? World War One was that was uh, you had to. that would be 1914 when fucking old Archbishop Ferdinand or whatever oh, gets his totally, head right? blown off and the whole world goes crazy. Yeah. Also, right. we got this fucking in the backdrop. This is all in Mexico. We got Pancho Villa fucking waging the whole Mexican Revolution, which we all know going was on in, in the background here. Right, right here. We're right in it here, in this right. movie. Yeah, this is, it's happening in this so, fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. So you know, lots of war going on. These kids are going to grow up just knowing nothing but fucking death, essentially. Ooh. And then the world's about to get much more uh, efficient at killing. Is what is what's there's no more glamorized. Like fucking uh, fair fight old western shootouts after this. Shit. It's gonna I be hate fucking people getting torn in half by yeah. machine guns right. and fucking napalm to their faces. Salmon people too. burning and screaming uh. by the thousands. That's that's what we're about to get into here yeah. in, in the world. It also goes into like those bounty hunter dudes that are like as soon as the shooting's over, it's like I got this one, no, I got that one. Yeah, that's they right. Want yeah, the quote-unquote scalps to get the money, but Fucking they're even to the victor goes the spoils. At, like the local town folk, ah, that's my kill too. These are hill get people. Boots, they don't see? understand anything. When, whenever I play Red Dead Revolver, as soon as I kill somebody, I loot them. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Boots, man. Gotta take their boots. Even if they don't fit, you sell that shit off later, you know what I mean? So the wild bunch fucking tears out of town. They fucking get out of here. These guys are going over the spoils. When they find Crazy Lee, still fucking weirding out in the fucking bank, and they're like, oh, he's one of them. He's still alive. That was a nice weird add-on scene. We're gonna have to fucking shoot this guy, to which after getting shot, he falls down on the ground and looks at them and says a line that I really fucking loved, which was, well, kiss my sister's black cat's ass! Yeah, that was a nice That's one. not a saying, guys. But then he acts like he's dead, and everyone goes, oh, well. And then he rolls yeah, over. Yeah, rolls over and fucking blows a couple guys away. Point blank with and a then old shotgun. fucking Harrigan or whatever the guy who's the head of the Harrigan. railroad fucking blows him away finally. And this is where we finally get like some explanation as to who these guys are. Harrigan's the head of the railroad. He's fucking sick of getting robbed by these guys. The other guy is fucking Thornton. He's Pike's former partner. He's forcing this guy to hunt Pike down, or he's going to have to go back to Yuma. He's sending him back to Yuma. Can I ask you cats a serious question? Yeah, sure. Is it going to be what year the prison at Yuma uh, was shut down? Because it was 1909, so I think that's a little bit of a historical inaccuracy here. They right. They send him back to Yuma in 1913. Like I didn't want to get nitpicky about it. That was it. weird, dude. My question Fucking, to you, you is... You know that I love prison history. If we... If we were, you know, robbing people back in times, would uh-huh. y'all be would y'all be riding the rails or would you be Ooh. highwaymen? Wait, I thought highwaymen were just were you talking about gay rest stops? What's a highwayman? That's that like that stop, gives me gay connotations. Out on the trail, dude. Stop them down. Yeah. I think, oh, my wagon pull, broke down. Can you no, help me out? No, Give me no. your fucking money. I'd be wanting to pull great train robberies. Yeah, I wouldn't be, be out there guy? fucking hiding behind bushes on trails and whatnot you could fucking eat up by mosquitoes and shit doing that i wouldn't sub- I, I personally i i wouldn't want to uh limit m- me or my gang's potential of greatness you know what i mean mm. i would do both i'd probably just be stealing where, rock where's, candy where's from the general at? stores where the, where the cheddar at? money's in the trains i'd be a highway man you just get to live like a wild dog like 
chewing at your own tail. Like people are like, look at this fucking you bottom of the line for you. scum sucker. You can definitely see that being a thing you do. Forget we can swear on this podcast. You I'm, fucking, you're at my house the other night. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you say bleep whenever you do in specific. Like 500 times I got neighbors walking around living suburban lives and then you get on a podcast and you're like, well, shoot dang. This guy, I tell. Our next big scene here, we got the wild bunch. They're fucking dividing up their loot because they got out of town. They got their fucking loot. They go to fucking old man's house, which is Sykes, I think his fucking name is. Either way, they got an old man they hang out with. Uh, uh, not the one, not the old man in the gang. But he's sort of in the gang. He's he always at the, the peripherals oh, of the That's gang. That's Freddy. Freddie Freddy Sykes, I yeah, think yeah, his yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, right. because he was in the original gang. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the, he's yeah, the prequel. The right. guy who fucking. The wild group. Start in that, that badass old noir DOA that starts off with him being like, "You've been injected with radioactive poison." He's like in that a, one. Yeah, he's the fucking DOA star of that movie. Is a fucking solid ass fucking flick. Years later, this is him playing like the Walter Brennan esque role of like the old Western kook who's like, <laughs> "There's got to be one in every fucking Western movie." There's he's doing it. Yeah, meals. he's always got chaw coming out of his fucking mouth. The last dude to play that role correctly is the dude that is the homeless man on the bench in Back to the Future, and he's oh, also yeah. the yeah, tuxedo dude in yeah. They Live. Drunk right. pedestrians. Yeah. Like, he's the if last. If they were still making westerns, he would have been all over that shit. Oh, God, I love that dude. Yeah, so here they find out that fucking this thing was all a setup. Not only were they fucking waiting for him there, there wasn't even any money in the bank. They fucking robbed a whole bunch of like bags of just like metal washers. Those aren't silver rings, those are washers. Fucking the Gorch brothers start complaining that they didn't get any money. This is when fucking Pike calls them lily-livered trash. Yeah. A lot of great fucking insults in this movie. This is also when the Gorch brothers start talking about double-teaming fucking hookers and Hondo. And we get yeah, our first yeah. instance of everybody just laughing for like five minutes straight at something that's not really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I was gonna say about that though, it goes into the whole thing of the movie though is like showing like how fucking insane and how much these dudes are just bad fucking people. Oh yeah, terrible people point, like, all throughout. They're even like the, within the gang, like you could tell, okay, like without even really setting up, you could tell like they're towards the tail end of this shit. There's clicks in like, this gang, there's power structures, threatening, backstabbing each other. But like even Angel, he's playing that song and he says something, then they all start talking shit. He starts calling them gringos like, and shit. He's like, well, no, what does he say? He says to the, the Gorch brothers, like, they're like, uh, you're doing them in tandem. What's that mean? One, One behind, behind the, the other. other. Yeah. We sure were. Enter five <laughs> minutes of hysterical laughter from everybody. And they're all friends. Even again. Pike, who's trying to be like the man in charge, has to fucking chuckle at the idea of fucking running trains on Hondo hookers. If you made this movie in present day, they'd be called... The Live, Laugh, Love Bunch. That's true, yeah. Actually, if if you look closely, Angel's got that tattooed on his back, it, it, but it's in Spanish, so it's, it's hard to pick up. Damn it, I thought so. 
Levite. I don't know. That's the only one I could figure out. It was close. I like, yeah, I like that you tried. We got to, hey, real quick, we got to throw out uh, before we find out that these guys are insane and don't give a shit that Uh they got bamboozled. uh, Old Harrigan was like, hey, Thornton, I know you used to hang out with these dudes. You got 30 days to bring us Mm. Pike's head. Mm -hmm. Or it's 30 days till fucking Yuma. Back to fucking Yuma, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Which, as you said, was in 1908, but we And all that's know one that. of the flashbacks they do Everybody. also. That those, I said. Like a little transition, they show them getting fucking whipped at Yuma. Yeah, we do. There's a lot of just like, and I'm imagining probably a lot of this stuff maybe is what was cut out during the theatrical run when they cut like 20 minutes of the thing out. What I like about all it, the flashback though, is shit. some of the flashback stuff is like obviously like so... It's kind of famous that Peck and Paul wanted William Holden to have a mustache, and he didn't want a mustache. But then he relented, so we use a fake one. Oh, yeah. so He's got a Borat mustache through like, this whole the fucking movie. Flashbacks were like, "You guys are the same age, but we're gonna clean you up." Uh-huh. And it looks like it's supposed to be almost twenty years ago. And we get one of these important flashbacks during like the next scene where they're laying around the campfire, Holden and fucking Borgnine are having some hearts to hearts. They're talking about what's next. They're going to go look for a job. Thornton's on their trail. We get the flashback of Pike and Thornton and when things went oh, bad yeah, for them. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Thornton's drink, like... Drink some coffee at midnight, yeah. you know what I mean? You got to. Who, who fucking, drink when you're a highwayman, fucking, you, know you got to keep your wits about you. Man. Coffee's yeah, not good yeah. enough, I'll just hit the wits. So flashback to Pike and Thornton together. Fucking Thornton's like bursting into some brothel room and he's like we gotta get out of here people are on our trail what and fucking dick. Pike's all like yeah I'm drunk and fucking whores it don't matter don't worry about it sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. fucking wouldn't you know who won the pony fucking the dudes on their trail show up kick the door in fucking shoot Thornton in the shoulder fucking Pike skedaddles like a fucking coward yeah. handcuffs on Thornton Thornton's fucking drug away it was Pike's fault he was trying to tell him man quit being such a drunk asshole you're gonna get us all fucking caught reckless but, uh, there's some beef here Tom Rock what do there, you mean but there, these guys beef. got beef my man there's beef but I wouldn't put it on Pike or call him a like just being a like an asshole for skedaddling it's like but, hey man that's kind of an every man for himself but Dude clearly didn't have he's to go got to the whorehouse either. Clearly he's got regrets though, and this Completely. is why he's having they night terrors about it by it. the yeah, campfire. Yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah, and we do get some like editing back and forth where they're both like having the same night terror. Like <laughs> this is pretty, pretty weird. It's like they got some sort of psychic I connection a little bit, man. <laughs> Uh, next thing I got on my fucking bullet points is we get a bunch of horses falling down a sand dune for no reason. There's just this long I scene. I would have liked a bunch of whores falling down a sand dune, yeah, huh? We get, we get a scene huh? where they're all just continually arguing down the trail, and this is the scene where uh, fucking Pike's trying to lay down the law to the Gorch brothers and being like, listen, you're going to do what I say, or you're going to do nothing. But then he falls down trying to get off his horse, and it's just like, oh, oh, that's right. This guy's an old man. This guy's a, a hurt scene. old man. And that was that was hard for me to watch. Yeah, the Gorch brothers are taking it to it. him. They're like, how, how are you gonna fucking be the fucking leader of this gang? You can't even get on your horse, you fucking old sad motherfucker. I thought the same thing. Borgnine's looking, sort of just like, oh, I'm sad about this. Holden's that- like, I'm fucking determined now. That scene though shows that how like the old man though. That's right. He's like, oh, Fred. <clears throat> He's like, dude, you're my ride or die. Other than Ernest Borgnine. Oh, like, yeah. He's been Borgnine's for the fucking... Start. Like, you back off. Could back set off. your watch to Borgnine. Us. You know what I'm saying? Chase that down with this Miller High Life. But the other part to you saying, bringing up Ernest Borgnine, I meant to bring that up earlier. When they first, even before they open up their first score, but that's mm-hmm. obviously the silver, 
the one guy's all like that got shot in the face is like, I can't make it. So like he has to shoot him and everyone's kinda like, We need to have a burial and Pike's like yeah. fuck you, fuck oh, yeah, you, yeah, fuck yeah. you. We ain't got time for this. A lot of Everyone's scenes here where it's just bickering. They keep, but they keep cutting like Ernest Borgnine. And Ernest Borgnine just like looking from those dudes to Pike, those dudes to Pike. And then like kind of like, hey, you Sally's like, yeah, let's sing some hymns too. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and it he's, really, he's the heart he's of this the, gang. He's the moral compass. He's the glue. Well, yeah. well, well, he's really, that really shows that like, dude, he's, he's got Pike's back. He and, is like, the Pike's cum leader, sticking Pike's the pages of this gang together. You know why? Why? Why is that, Matt? He masturbates every day. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were gonna knock that one out of the park. Yeah! Perfect. But regardless, I like I I I like that whole Ernest Borgnine trying to keep yeah like, not keep it together. But there's he, a group he, dynamic here. He's like, dude, Pike's a fucking leader, and like I'm also an OG. So if I speak up too, everyone's gonna kind of fall in line. Also, the Gorches are just constantly looking for tails. So, like, they like to bellyache, but what else are they going to do? Where else are they going to go? They do the same. They're out of money. But they're the same way. Like, eh, But then when shit kind of comes down to it and they're all sitting around talking, even the brothers are like, yeah, that's our ride or die. Those two, like, we ain't leaving these Well, I feel like over the course of the movie, we watched the gang come together as, like, a once sort of bickering, fractured thing to just, like... The big fucking hero moments, like, oh, these guys are solid together. Oh, yeah, Shit's about yeah, to go yeah, down. No matter how bad they are, and they're like anti, they're not. Well, you could call them anti heroes to a degree. They're kind of like a Robin Hood, but like, not for me. They're just heroes. That's okay. what I want to do with my life. But like, they're shit bags. You know what I mean? But like, even in shit yeah. bags, we still got a fucking code of fucking honor. You know, and like the brothers, are like, fuck you guys. But the not same the guys time, Thornton's like, riding with. These are the guys that just like no code of honor. Everybody's guys, in for themselves. There's no structure, guys, and they juxtapose those two no, gangs I think throughout that's the, the thing movie. About them though, is they do have the code of honor still. That's why. No, exactly. This is why Thornton wishes he was still part of that gang and not Facts. part of this fucking ragtag group of We're fucking cutthroats. It's because this group. They've got the qualities of like a Kevin Costner oh, and a uh, and a and a and a Christian Slater, you know, yeah, like that uh, kind of group. A Morgan you know, Freeman. Like, oh, he's and, uh, a good dude. Yeah, 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 put him in there too. Yeah. Were you also watching Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves last night? Because I had that on for like ten minutes. Fuck me, he cleared it. <laughs> Let's put precursors on it. Like last night. Yeah, I was watching it last night. You know it's true. So Angel speaks up after like a few scenes of just like he's arguing and riding. He's just like, we need to go to Agua Verde is what we need to do right here. Well, they need, they're already like planning on uh, skipping to Mexico anyways. This is, they? this is, yeah, this is where my people are. This is my village. That wasn't already their plan though. Agua they're like, Verde. we have to get the fuck out of here and go to Mexico. Essentially, they're going like. down to old Mexico. I don't they're know. They're going to drum up some more fucking work. I don't know if this is the wild turkey talking or what, uh-huh. but, uh. My wife is half Mexican, and I'm not even sure if this is a racist comment. But that I'm going to precursor it with probably it is. I can already tell that probably it is. That Angel character, Mm -hmm. he had a lot of that same fire and intensity as that uh, bus boy that uh, George lost his cat in that early episode of Seinfeld. (laughs) La puerta está abierta. Who 
Who left the door open? You know. Really funny side note to that. That dude is uh-huh. a, he plays a he plays a perp in an NYPD blue episode. Who hasn't at this point? Where he's like a suspect in all this. They keep bringing him and every time I watch that episode when I see that shit at work, I'm always like Man, they're still at this. Dude. This dude's just sitting here. He's like, why? Are you I gotta work me? with Tom Rock. My goddamn Fiery cat. You guys board. are hassle me over this rape and murder. Yeah. I just want my cat back. So He's, Tom Rock works at the TV He's station got my dream job. all night long. This is essentially probably yeah. It's probably just the job you should. Be I doing. need to be sitting next watching to him, crappy sitcoms watching episodes all night long. of New Adventures of Old Christine at That's, two twenty three a.m. We heard that show when I first started there. We don't do that one anymore. I remember. But I'm a big fan of uh, what's her name and. Uh, Agent Coulson. Oh, the Agents of the Shield. Oh, yeah. oh no, when he was yeah. on the yeah, New Adventures of Old Kiss. That's her yeah, ex husband. Of course, of the yeah. Show. Oh, like I didn't watch the show. I bet those two had some great chemistry, huh? It was good stuff. That was yeah. a good show. Okay. Nate, quit acting like you've seen it. Quit acting like you're it's a hater. This is embarrassing. So we go to Agua Verde. We're all hanging around. Fucking the Gorch brothers are just like pawn at every fucking underage Mexican girl here. Which, if I can interject, I love the shit that if you read about this movie, how they were, like, down filming there, and they're like, yep, this guy got in so much goddamn trouble, they were like, you have to go back to the United States, you're getting kicked out of the country. Everyone was trashed, loaded, real prostitutes, crazy shit. Crazy shit. It's great that you bring that up, because, like, one of the points I want to make of this movie is, they really don't even though it was 1969, there wasn't too much of this that I watched in 2020 and was like, oh, that's a little uncomfortable. We've seen way worse from oh, a lot no, of older yeah. movies. I this, think that's a thing from absolutely. Western movies, too, where yeah. whenever they go to wet Mexico in a Western movie, the people are always just, like, generous and welcoming. Yeah. And, the, and, and whenever somebody goes to Mexico in a modern movie, it's just like... Cartels are kidnapping you. I'm gonna take advantage of this. Yeah, couldn't be more different. Like the scenes, I think this is like a later scene though than the one we're on when they're in Mexico still. Well, then save it. Well, no, come out with it, Tom Rock. You won't remember. When, the two, get too when drunk. the two brothers, though, are like, and they're like, we're in the hot tub with the fucking chicks, and oh, yeah. he's like pulling her top down. He's like, what is that right Peeking there? What titty? is that for? Like. Like a good like two minutes, we were like, dude, you're looking at her titty. What are you doing? I don't understand what's happening right now. And then he grabs the other guy. He's like, turns what out, you got going on? What no, was no, no, happening no. was those were real prostitutes, prostitutes. that yeah, Sam Peckinpah hired to be in the movie. But like they would get busted. <laughs> and they the were time. really just fucking oogling the prostitutes. Like to try to horn in, like all those actors were like a bunch of drunk, loaded motherfuckers that mm-hmm. were just like, we don't care. Peck and Paul, always drunk on set. Always like carrying a real loaded gun on set for well, no that's reason. One of the best These sets were wild. You're talking about that dude that made uh, Conan the Barbarian. Every Ernest movie Ernest over Fortnite, budget. Though, his one comment where over he was schedule. Like, where he was like, Sam Peck and Paul was a great director. He only he only drank hard out of the off days. <laughs> that's because he worked like, before he got into that like, cocaine. What? Right? Like, drink it hard? But the most important thing that we learn in this scene in Agua Verde is that fucking Angel is a cuck incel. He had a woman that got taken away from him by General yeah. Mapash, and he's all fucking butthurt and sad about it. <laughs> I say, Bunch of I fucking say, belly I aching say, and crying here. I say you have to retract the whole incel, simp thing, whatever. He's getting Cuck cucked bullshit. by the general, man. He left because fucking he joined the outlaw gang, da 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 da, da. But like he's and not. And then we getting find cucked. out his woman comes back went away out, with the oh, general she's with somebody else. Laughing. You know what I'm saying? He's not drunk on love and wine, we are told. Drunk I gotta, on love and wine. I gotta give it to Tom Rock, cause like 
I think of all those like great love like songs that like, Dude, we're yeah raped right. every we're great love school. song was written by a cuck that's no. just science no like you think of like gives it up and it's like yeah, yeah I'm gonna sit there and watch your Juan Cicadas and stuff and you think about like mm-hmm. hit songs that were written by Mexican dudes and they're like one more night I didn't know how Sandro much the cook at the you. dive bar was making me listen to like a million of these one night and I was nah, trying man. to explain like, to him. All you Mexicans are a bunch of cucks. No, it's, no. Other than no. the general, we learn later you're on. Not, he's you're got not the right listening. idea he was like, about he was women. Like, he was like, cooks? Yeah, we cook some great tacos. Yeah. <laughs> you're not listening. Like, all their love songs are yeah, like. Right, I'm not listening to the fucking lame songs. Their whole stories Listen are like. songs about banging fucking roadies out on the fucking. No. Open all, roads. Dude, that was all their all. songs are That's like. That's a great rock songs. All about. their songs are like, girl, I don't need you. And then they're like, oh shit, I really needed that girl. Angel was a. Angel was a. For him, a Robin Hood. You know it's true. Everything I do. Like, they're getting raped to pillage. I joined this gang because he's raped to pillage. And you know he's giving money back. They don't really say that. Oh, yeah. You got to send it back to the homestead. But when he's like, dude, I need to fucking steal these guns from my people. Fuck this shit. Like, there was nothing about that. He didn't, I don't think he expected his girl to wait around for him. But he didn't expect to see his girl. Clearly he did. He's fucking losing his mind when he hears she went away with the general. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think he expected her to wait around. But I didn't expect him to roll I'm thinking this was like. Oh, you're with our arch nemesis. This is a him hanging. She was never even his girlfriend. I got your back. She was never even his girlfriend. He was hanging around. Thought. Like, I was just like, you didn't ever get in those britches, man. You're a fucking weak ass dude hanging around. I think he was a good looking dude. He had a good head Angel's the guy who fucking calls dibs on every woman before he's even fucking in there and then he's all like yelling at his friends like what did you do you know I had dibs on her man you know I had dibs I'll give him that (laughs) but I don't think that was what happened with his old lady with with the chick one more night that's Zeno. Can we skip? Pike we, lays are, down are the law there? with him, though. He's like, listen, man, you got to get over this shit because we're going to go try to do some business with this fucking general. If this, if this is going to mess with your head, you fucking ain't coming scene, with us, dude. That seems bad as Brosif. fuck, though, when he just, like, can't take it anymore. Like, well, let's look, move on to look it. At, look at look at your girl. She's putting his, her tongue in his ear. Meeting the general. She's putting her tongue in his uh, ear. We show up at the town that the general's, like, the, the god king of. <laughs> this fucking shit that. happens. Angel fucking shoots the woman while she's in the lap of the general. Yeah. And this scene is fucking nuts because everything's about why to pop off. Why did you off. try to assassinate? Uh, what, what are they? He's they, like, why'd you try to shoot El Henneral? But no, no, no. They call him uh, Your Excellency. Okay. Why, why, did, why, did, why did you try to kill the, Your Excellency? Like these, the, like, the wild bunch is about to get shot by like 200 soldiers for fucking shooting this woman off the. But then they're just like, no, 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 no. He just it, meant to shoot the lady. And everybody's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, no. There's like a, but I love it too. It's like a women are. It's literally expendable. It's like a good like one minute, one minute to ninety second pause in that movie, and like cuts to everyone's faces. Everyone just being like. The general's got <laughs> it's a woman. her blood all over him. He's cracking up laughing Dude, at the no- situation did you notice with her too? blood all over him. Yes, I was going to say, like, his hand is so covered in blood. You're like, did it go through her and hit him? Like, he is, his whole hand is so covered in blood. And they're like, oh, the women, ah, who gives a fuck? Hey, 
Then that's when you meet the German dude, and the German guys all German like, guys feeding the generals some fucking lines about fucking, some shit. You guys have fucking Colt 1911s. That's a military pistol. How do you have military that's pistols? True, yeah. Where do you get those from? Uh, the other things you use, I think he mentions the shotguns, and he's like, right. where do you get those? And they're kind of like, even Holden, uh, William Holden's kind of like, uh. Because if you notice, when they when it all sh- first goes down and they jump up, they all carry fucking 45 uh, Colt six shooters. And this is why this and is they the take sort of the movie. six shooters from them, but the fuck. It has like, thousand Col- word Holden's reviews got that fucking from fucking one nerds all over the internet because they mention each individual gun and say yeah. the right name for it. No, fucking even better. Yeah, weirdo believe- shut in nerds love this shit. It's like catnip to them. Even better than that, Sam, Pack- Sam Peckinpah, specifically for this movie, before this, Warner Brothers always used the same movie. Sounds right. for the guns. Stock sounds. He wanted fucking the what the files. gun is is what it is. And I'll tell you right now what I noticed today. He was it, a shut-in nerd like, himself. One of those in-between moments. I was kind of He's like, got a Nazi it. plate in his study. Dude, I'm certain of it. Well, when the two brothers have the whores and they're just kind of walking through town, they find all the barrels of booze and they start shooting the barrels. Ben Johnson has a big fat 45 uh, revolver. That's and right. Bam, bam. And then his brother takes out a fucking big holes in those. His brother takes out the 1911 and starts shooting it. And it is, it is legitimately smaller, smaller a holes. different. But it's yeah. legitimately a different fucking pistol sound. Where I, like even watching it before I read that shit, I was like, Hell "Oh yeah. man, that's that's you don't notice that that often." Oh, speaking of, the, we also had a Wilhelm scream in this fucking movie at the very start. I was gonna say, which scene bar. was it? There, there had to be very one, start yeah. at very start at the during Somebody the bank falling robbing. off a roof or something. No, when when old Buck gets fucking shot in the face with the shotgun. Oh, okay. They cut that he get oh, it goes. Don't, they don't show it. They don't show face. it hit his face. It goes boom. It cuts, and you, you hear the. Yeah, I can't even do it right now. Ah! You hear the Wilhelm scream and it comes back. Yeah, and that's the guy that's all like, "Hey, just put me out of my misery, Pike. I can't ride. I can ride. I can ride. I can't ride." I Other can't. thing that happens in this scene where they shoot the fucking lady is they all see a car for the first time. Oh yeah, oh, and this yeah. is more of that built-in like back to what the was, world is fucking yeah. moving. Going back to what I was saying shit. about Bo- Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right where they're all kind of like, "What the fuck is happening?" Which that's got to be was this that same year as this? Did Pretty those come much out fucking yeah. same year. Butch Cassidy in this? Same year. No, Dealing I, with sort of the same era going, of the Old Bu- West. I'm saying Butch Cassidy's a little earlier than that. It might be 67, 68. Okay, I, yeah, definitely a fucking same little year. Earlier, like, or a little earlier. Similar but fucking thematics shit. going on in there. But yeah, they fucking, there's that line where like fucking old guys like, shit, here they got one with wings on this thing that can fly. Same year, 69. And they're like, no fucking way, you old coot. That doesn't oh, exist. Actuality, dude. But then fucking Holden's like, no, but this is real. And Bush Planes are a thing. Oh. They plan on using them in the war. <laughs> yeah. World's passing us old men by. Fucking, we don't even know what sort of inventions hey, are out there now. The Mexicans got that German guy and their gang. And as we all know, they were in World War II, which Dude, was in uh, 1940. Uh, still talking about the Great a, that, War. Yeah. World a, War II. Was, no, you're, you're jumping 40, wars. You are jumping that's wars. That's a good one, though. Like Even as many times I've seen Got this a bing flick, thing when before I watched this sound smart. When I watched this flick today, yeah. I completely forgot about the German dude. Right. Because he's basically the one that sets up the second big heist where he's like, well, the, the, the Mexicans want the fucking arms because they're getting their asses kicked by Pancho Villa, yes. by the revolutionaries. And the German guy's like, hmm, 
You have 1911s. German sounds very Kermit the Frog. I would like to see some very of those Kermit up the close. <laughs> oh, I see you have shotguns. Hair I'd like piggy. See, I'd, I'd like to see that up close. Part of like, he, he also like, sounds like every pussy German in a Indiana Jones movie. Uh, what, every German what, is a pussy in Indiana Jones fucking movies. What What uh, do you do? You like your government? And they're like, oh. Our government can kind of go fuck yeah, it. We ain't with nobody fucking. Like, fuck that shit. Like, we don't really give a fuck a about that, government. this, that, or, or the other. Also, like, we're all cool now that he shot your woman who used to be his woman. We're friends. Let's make deals. Oh, fucking- it's like, ah! I love how Ernest Borgnine is like uh, the translator. He's like, uh, he wants us yeah, to have He's a the drink one of the them. gang who can speak fucking <laughs> Spanish. Even though Angel's in the gang and he's yeah, a Mexican, totally. it's, it's always fucking Borgnine who's fucking well, already, doing the translation. Well, at that scene, he already got fucking like punched down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah. he shot the chick. Fucking. But regardless, keep your mouth like, shut when we're around want, the general. It's the German dude that wants to have the drink with them because he's all like, he's got mm, plans, man. I'd like to see your American arms up close. You know why Borgnine can speak Spanish? Uh, why is that, Matt? It's because he masturbates every day. Oh, that one didn't track with me right there. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Oh, these are all landing. So they hire the I Wild support. Bunch to rob a train, a U.S. Army train, and rob 16 cases of guns and 16 cases of ammunition and give them to the general. It's the next. They're going to get paid gold to do it, man. A lot of gold. Silver hey, Nate. to gold. Yeah. Silver to gold. Am I crazy? Uh, yeah. Or is that a lot of guns? It's a lot of guns. <laughs> We make the deal. It's an agreement. Time to fucking party. This is when the Gorch brothers are hanging out with those hookers. I want you to meet my fiance. Of course they have. At first they're all like, we need to get you all guys baths. And they're all like, thank Uh, God. Other than fucking Warren Oates is like, I ain't taking a bath. I want some of those women you're hugging. Hold on now. They're over there at the big table while we're sitting here like kitties at the kitty table. This is bullshit. The general must need these guns pretty bad because if dudes were fucking shooting holes into all my wine barrels, draining fucking wine everywhere and fucking showering in my wine, I'd be pretty pissed off. That's the night after. This is all happening like in between making the deal and them riding out the next day. They literally get inside of a big fucking wine barrel like it's a hot tub oh, this they, is when he's pulling like the hooker's titties out in there you can't drink this wine anymore it's got all the fucking Warren Oates' gooch sweat going on in it you can't this is wine's fucking ruined no one will know you this just is gallons and gallons you of wine that's ruined no one will he know shit for like a good sound like the camera's down there he just keeps like what's going on there going, what's going on there he's going at it what's going he's on going there at it. what's going on there it's her titty, man. Move the fuck on. Meanwhile, like while these guys are grab assing. Oh, what do you got going on there? <laughs> these guys they fucking right as it goes. running trains on these hookers. We learned that Ernest Borgnine and the rest of the dudes are just grab assing in a fucking sauna. This is just towel whipping asses. All sorts of shit going Throw on. Water on one another. Talk shit. He's getting his daily masturbated. Right yeah. Um, so stays young. Where am I at? Pike was banging a married lady. That's how he got the light shot. Yeah, we do have a uh, flashback, flashback to where they're talking about. Yeah, because oh, Gorch you is. See his wound while they're in they're the, making uh, fun sauna. of Gorch, who thinks that he's fucking uh, going to marry on one of these that. whores. Yeah. We learn how he gets his leg up. wound. He's fucking a married woman. Dude kicked the door in, shot his fucking wife, shot fucking holding in the leg. It turns out if you're a young, beautiful brown lady. Oh, she was a very beautiful young brown lady. Pike's going to love you. They got a good he one. He doesn't like the comely ladies that are clearly the uh, prostitutes that Sam Peckinpah Oh, yeah, for. that's the Gorch Brothers right. fucking... That, he, that's what likes, he likes the 
three or four 15, 16 year old ladies that they paid no, for. To be I, in this I, movie. Made a, I made a note of that. There were Billy. definitely some very, very young. I looking... feel like nobody was getting carded on this set. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, right. no. Oh, yeah. oh, no. This is, this is oh, why no. you shoot in Mexico. Oh, this no. is why you shoot in Mexico. That's why you shoot in Mexico and your budget's only 3.5, and then you have an extra three thrown on it. They all production. go over budget and over schedule. Play money. Every Peck and Paw movie. Prostitutes. So that's a lot of riding and talking on the way to the big train robbery. Our next big scene is the fucking train robbery where the train stops over a little gulch thing. They're fucking hiding under the bridge. They fucking get out, climb on the train. Fucking easy peasy. These guys got a train robbery down to a science. Not going to lie. It's a pretty good ass train robbery, dude. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because they already have. That's the thing, though, is they also show in between they splice that shit up where it's like. We know they're hitting this fucking shit. So this, we're loading this shit up with all our cavalry horses. The mm-hmm. army is That's ready, right. and they're like, and Thornton and his goons are fucking we're lurking around. Pin. They're lurking in the background. Leave you guys there while we take off down the road a little while. These guys are so quick. They neutralize all the guards. They separate the fucking like engine of the train from where all the soldiers are in a passenger right. car, and they're on their fucking way. Don't forget, though, this uh, scene specifically is uh, where the Red Hot Chili Peppers came up with the song. Under the fucking bridge, I fucking drink your blood. You know that song. That's lies, in this that's, film? A, that's lies and propaganda. I, I don't think I. I no, I that's got where that it came up. With I don't think, it. No, that's yeah. where they came up. We watched different cuts of the movie. That's lies. Yeah, I, it was in the movie. I heard it. So fucking everybody's on horseback. Thornton and his guys, the fucking. The army guys are waking up out of their fucking stupors. They're chasing them. These guys are too fast, though. They get around like a corner. They fucking ditch the train. They load all the guns onto a wagon, put the train in reverse, send them back down the fucking track, careening towards the idiots. Is it chasing worth after it? Them. Let me work it. Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Is your permanent fan yet? Come on, sir. Podcast is turning into a fucking party right now. Hell yeah, dog. Party Here episode. Comes the rain. Is that one of our other <laughs> Hell ones? Hell yeah. Yeah, we're down. Their fucking I'm song. Down. Here comes the Miss rain. Fucking Timble and Missy Elliott. Uh, that's the other thing that I was going to bring up even earlier, earlier, mm-hmm. which like, I feel like I'm even spoiling it doing now, but uh, you guys talk about this shit every now and then on the podcast about movies and like things that go on. Oh, oh I, yeah. I wouldn't know. Fuck that CG I never shit. To back. Dude, the things that yes, happen in this movie is legit as fuck. Oh yeah. In when you fir- crash a train into a train, you got to really crash a train into a Dude, train. In the very first shootout, a horse in- has got to get its legs broke. <laughs> yeah, we're in a horse. The very first is shootout- in that train. Dude, That's a the- dead horse. The very first shootout in the town when the dude gets shot and he goes. They have like multiple cameras on it and they go crashing through the window. That's a real dude on yeah. a real horse crashing through a real window. You see it. A lot of that fucking. Up- that but Walter yeah, that, Hill, that influence he took from Peck and Paw during those people crashing through window scenes, he shot yeah. them exactly the I, same. I want the viewers at home right now to know I'm pointing at Nate as he said yeah, that shit, are. the Walter Hill thing, because he was like, this Great reminds point, me Mr. of like Adams. an early Walter Hill flick where you're like, yes, Walter Hill just totally yeah, this guy just did bit it. from Peck and Paw. He did whatever and he could up, yes, for sure. Bit from Peck and Paw. You, you and he I, could have done the getaway, like the getaway looks like a Walter Hill. Well, actually, I think Walter Hill worked on the getaway. I think that was the I'm first pretty time sure he, he did as well, not too much yeah, of it. Uh-huh. You, you and I touched on this a little while ago. This movie totally exists. Are we exists. touching on? Are we, we like the Gorch Brothers of uh, modern times? Is that what's We were happened? talking about boners earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those kids spent the night, but that's all they can prove. Oh, 
That's all. That's all they can prove. They slept with the monkey in his room, not in my room. Uh, This movie totally exists in that beautiful, weird, awful little pocket where it Mm. was just like, like do you want to see a little pocket? Do you want to see how how cool this movie is? See how they treat large animals. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, animals in general. You're not getting the no animals harm fucking to do stinger at the end of the credits. You here. wouldn't be. Oh able- yeah, they kill that scorpion. Yes. He kills I that mean, bird in his bare hand. Like, like all that. of it, but I like, knew. like you are, you really want to creep him out? See how they treat a big animal. Mm. That that's what I kind knew, of movie this is. I knew you were coming up and like yes, I knew you were gonna I got do you that. Duck. I got you. Yeah, I was gonna say like you want to talk about animal treatment? Like, dude, there's no way they're gonna be like, oh, that's cool. Like, uh, yeah, we sign off on it. Here's a form of fire ants. Let them eat this scorpion. We'll let you film it. <laughs> you try to make this movie today. Pam Anderson shows up naked on your set with a fur coat covered in red paint. Dude, just actually going back oh, to she, just, is she off her meds again. That's a shame. Going back to just the scene when they're going down the the, the sand mountain, the old right, man yeah. like, takes the stumble, and he's what makes everyone fall. Yeah, horses are like, just that is taking legit. Spills. Them horses taking are a lot like, of spills, dude, yeah. we're broken. What are you doing to us? And they're like, keep rolling. Get the they shot that horse up. immediately after this. Scene. Borgnine like, had like a deep. mental break at some point because he was getting pushed too hard out in that desert by Peck and Paw. How do you think they no, were no, treating no, those no, horses? No, no, no. How do you think they were treating those horses? Uh, no, no. He, it was because of uh, that's because of the bath salts. Peck and Paw, <laughs> the way he would treat the crew and that, like guys on the wild on the bunch. We're getting pissed at Peckinpah the way he was treating yeah, the crew and right. everyone. And this isn't even one like, of the movies where the he like thing, fired 36 members of the, the crew halfway yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing I read, though, too, they're, they're like, but it was funny because then when you, when you watch the movie, you're like, Pike's running the bunch the way Peckinpah's running the crew. It, there like, you go. It, like, There's out. always like a Mary Sue character in every one of these things where like you can tell Peckinpah thinks that this is him, like this character yeah. in the movie. But it is, him. dude. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, didn't Peckinpah? No, no, it's fucking Sean Penn's dad that did Bonnie and Clyde. Right. That's one of the reasons Peckinpah. Also, similar to do this, era, like, though. Similar reaction to the extreme violence in those fucking films. That's one of the things films. that Peckinpah wanted the violence in this movie because of the violence in that movie. Ball. Which is so weird because, you know, like, uh, fucking Sean Penn's so normal and his brother's still alive. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> Why, that's 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 blasphemous, dude. Uh, I was gonna uh, let no, you no. know I'm not a fan of the pens. Oh well, I'm sure you're a fan of fucking Footloose and Chris Penn. Yeah, never seen it. Hey Nate, this, this next little you've, you've seen you've seen you've seen the original Footloose, right? Getting the podcast back on nope. track. This you next little scene, Footloose. you've seen Footloose, right? Yeah, a million right. times. It's a great flick. Yeah, like Nate's got problems, John Lithgow, right? right? John Lithgow kills right, it in that movie. Is, oh, the is bad the sad guy dad. from Cliffhanger. I is love the that. Sad dad. The oh, I'll no. have to check it out. No, why, didn't no, you tell me, why didn't you tell me the bad guy from Cliffhanger's in hey, it? Hey, lead with that next time. I know I'm one of the main viewers of this show and listeners, yeah. but I want to tell all the rest of them. It's, it's you, you and need Casey. To stay tuned in because there might be a little fucking battle royale over Shout the mic. Shout out to Casey, our other listener. Where you hear me smack Matt in the mouth and make him watch fucking... I see you sweeping up the bar right now listening to this. Do some fucking Footloose. You know what I'm saying? How have you not seen that movie, dude? I'm just kidding. I've, I've seen that movie. I, it was, uh, maniac, maniac no, on the floor. Movie, motherfucker. It's... I need a hero. We need a hero. That's short circuit too, sir. No, it's when they're doing the tractor fucking... Uh, uh, the next the scene in thing. The Wild Bunch is basically like a, a, a mini bridge on the River Kwai, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Our yeah, Wild yeah. Bunch. Hurry up and slip! 
They're trying to get their fucking wagon of guns across the bridge, over the fucking river, into old Mexico. We got the fucking army chasing him. We got Thornton and the oh, men chasing him. Real quick, real they quick. They got the bridge set to blow. Real quick. Real quick is never real quick with you, Tom No, Rock. that happens earlier, a little bit earlier on, when the fucking, the army shows up, and one of the bounty hunters, he's like, Thornton's like, don't shoot at the army, and then they literally, like, close up with the dude, like, yeah. This and then it's we one got of those, three different like, parties here. It's one of like they're crossing w- the streams, which is what's awesome about this movie is like when there are close ups of people getting shot, like dude gets shot in the front squib, but the, the squib, squib out, the, out back. the back is like dude got blasted all the way through his body, and so that happened way earlier. And I meant to I meant to bring that up too. Is like so they're all bounty hunters by the train, mm-hmm, yeah, but the army's after these dudes too. And at one point, the those. Like the T, it's basically like the two fucking gay pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean, TC and what's his name. They're basically those two guys. Orlando Bloom. Yeah, you can't be dropping Pirates of the Caribbean references. Yeah, you can't. The guy's it. got the wooden eye, and has <laughs> got the bald head. It's like, hello, bumping. Oh, the, the two of them are always the guy who was the original Dwight from the UK office. I, I'm picking yes, up what you're putting down. Totally. But like the the two bounty hunters are not only that I broke his thumbs. But they shoot the fucking. They actually like okay. It's like shooting the cops, and they're like, "Why are you shooting the cops, man?" Right. So at that point at the bridge, they're rolling up. The cops are showing or the army. I actually think is when he shoots the. He's like, "Why are you shooting at the army?" So the army's shooting at them. Everyone's shooting at kind of one another. I like which kind of helps them out. Any scene with a rickety bridge is great for me. That's this a sweet. A, that's a sweet bridge. Any scene with a ticking clock element, I love it. We got it. Sweet this bridge is a great fucking and scene. three three strands of fucking fuse on either side getting. We're lit. trying to you know blow I mean? the bridge like, so we can't the get fuck followed. Out of this bridge. It's already lit. The fuse is lit, but then the bridge starts collapsing. Our fucking wagon is fucking trapped. We're trying to pull that out of the fucking broken down bridge. Everybody's on our ass. Everybody's shooting at each other. Bridge is gonna blow. This is my favorite scene in the movie. This is some tense ass action shit. This I fucking love it. Me. I don't like it. We barely just so get the fucking wagon popping. over the bridge. Thornton and his men get out on the bridge. Holden gives them a cocky like wave of the hat, like you about to blow up, motherfuckers. Right as he's aiming at them too. And then we're talking about shit that really happens. A bridge really blows up. Dudes sitting on horses Six. really get blown up. Six yeah. by really you. fall Six. in a fucking river. Like, I, the way I How read it... How many men died in this scene, let alone Nobody. Horses. The way I read it, nobody. They got paid an extra $2,000 totally each to In Mexican money or fucking U.S. dinero? But I read nothing about it being real horses. <laughs> they had to have been real horses, dude. Like, that's crazy. What else was it going to be? totally real horses. What else was it going to be? Tom Rock, it was 1969. You didn't have to report there if it was no a real horse. horse. Shit, and we're in Mexico. Nobody, they, was, nobody was counting horses. That's crazy, though. That was like that scene alone, like, dude, the explosions around all of them are like, hey, Matt, I want to have you stand here in uh, just an FYI, man. We're going to give you a countdown, yeah. but like, yeah, something will blow up, you're going to fall in the water. And you're like sitting on a Hey, horse. don't worry. We're going to. All the explosions are like getting put in later, though, right? Like, you're... I just. We're going to Star Trek it here where I pretend like I'm getting knocked around? No, right? man, you're on a real horse. We we got this guy, Jim Henson. We're going to pretend. We got like he... Mexico's number one stunt expert, though, to oversee all we this, got, though, right? We got Jaime Henson here. We're going to pretend he built horses, and then, you know, he know, dies of I AIDS later. I know you guys like some of the technical shit when it gets to that and, like, read some of the stuff. And one of the things I read about that scene, because, uh-huh. like, when I was watching it, like, that was one that made me, like, oh, I got to pull that shit up a little bit. 
it's and they're like, do some research. Not not too much, but it was like, dude, dude had to do some drunken internet da-da-da. googling. See but what we can learn. The guy, like, I can't remember the dude's name. It starts with an H. The guy that was like actually in charge of setting off the demolitions, Carter if you will, Herzog. that was Herter setting Herzog. off the demolitions. Early they literally were like, gave the like. Hey Matt, here's a club. Go stand behind him. And if we give you the fucking mark, like you have to hit him and knock him out. Yeah. Do not let him hit the last button. Like if something goes wrong. You know, hey, that uh that bridge over the tr- the the Kauai, yeah. you know? River Kauai. And they're all like <laughs> That's right, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi's I, in that movie. I would have what, what what country would you say that that took place in, Matt? <sighs> That's got to be Asia, right? No, oh, he nailed it. Right? Fucking nailed no, it right. right. Country of Asia. Country that's of Asia. That's a continent. That's bullshit. Tom Rock, that's close enough for Matt. He fucking He speaks it. it. He gets he it. it. You said Asia. That's a continent. He knew what I meant. So after the robbery, there's a lot of shit going on. We get a scene where Pancho Villa is like attacking the general and like people they, are partying. They never, they never really show him. People are partying at the same they, time. They that like, I don't even think they give him like... I don't even think they say my... Uh, what the fuck is his Pancho name? Pancho Villa? Pancho Villa. I think they, they say just the name say in the movie. Villa. Okay, sure, sure. I think at one point they're like, oh yeah, Villa's been kicking their. No, 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 no. This, this Mexican lady rides up right and she's like, a lot of Pancho Villa. One of them right. says the Pancho. Well, you other than, over other one than microphone. that, I didn't think I heard his full name, but when they're when the German dude's asking them to like do Old the scary raid. scary German guy? What? Old scary German yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. When they're asking hey. about the raid and everything, it's like, Hey, yeah, yeah, these dudes are doing whatever. They're like Mexican nationals, but like Via's fucking them up, blah, blah, blah. They say like a last name thing. Scary German guys bitching. Hey, uh, real quick. When my friends and I were in high school and we were real scumbags, we got got really into stealing uh, garden gnomes from people's lawns. How many people had garden gnomes? (laughs) Enough of them. Enough? See, Tom Rock used to do it too. So we had our white whale. Okay. Uh, which was uh, Jeff Bim had a neighbor, and he had a Juan Valdez and a donkey with coffee beans. Oh, and we always wanted to steal. That's a nice little collectible. It was like a full lawn ornament Juan Valdez with the sombrero. Okay, yeah. And a burro next to him. That's how I was With coffee it. beans. Mm-hmm. We never got it. No. What what were you done with it? If you did probably like take a bunch of pictures of you guys humping it. Is that like probably what it went on? I mean, it was like 99 probably. What are you going to do? Just what came to mind first for me. I used to steal garden gnomes (laughs) and fork people's lawns. It was great. I masturbate all the time. Masturbate all the time. So uh, Thornton and a couple of his boys are still alive. They're still on the trail. Fucking... The general's fighting Pancho Villa while everybody parties, fucking crazy styles. Fucking, like I said, it's like Jabba's palace where he is. Mm. Uh, is this where we're getting to? The wild they... bunch is making plans of how they're going to hand off these fucking guns to the general here. This, this is very This is where we're shit. getting where they hand off, but he finds out that Angel fucking stole that fucking, well, well they didn't steal, but. Quote, unquote, steal. They allowed him to. Yeah, but that's when the general the finds gold. out and the general's like, mm, Not I'm- quite here, not quite here. There is a little scene where the general's men, like, ambush them in a gulch, and they're just going to take all the fucking guns and not pay. Uh, but Holden's, Holden's got a plan. He's like, I got dynamite on these guns. You fuck <coughs> us. You fucking, they're going to blow them up. 
Isn't there a scene even before that? They even like they even bring that shit up. Yeah, they like, make between the, whole the plan. They're like, we're not getting fucking duped by these. And that's where we also realize that there's a fucking machine gun that nobody knew about. That it was in the fucking, fucking crates. They got a fucking yeah. real ass fucking machine gun. So when they get fucking ambushed by uh, the general's men in the little gulch. They also reveal that they have the fucking machine gun like, which mounted going, which, on the back of their fucking wagon, and they're going to blow all these fuckers away if they fucking say boo. Which, going back to the year and everything, that was one of the first like big fucking quote-unquote heavy machine exactly. guns, if you will. And this is... It's got the water jacket, dude. It's to my point, cool. too, about the looming world war about to happen and the changing of technology and the cars and shit and why I do think it's a central theme that these old men are in a changing world and they're unchanged men. Like I was saying, they're realizing that fucking their way of gunfights, their way of honorable fucking criminal shit, a couple years from now, like hundreds of thousands of kids at a time are just being turned into fucking mulch out on the killing fields of the fucking war. There's no more like mystified, like, you know, like a... Glamorous fucking gunfights happening. Right We're turning there. people into fucking just mulch, human We're fucking mulch in World War One. Right there with you. And other than though, yeah, I just that's why this machine gun is a central I, image throughout I felt, this fucking movie. I, but I felt like, well, yes, but I felt like Butch Cassidy did a better job of like showing these aging guys being like, "What the fuck?" Like. The part with the bicycle, even. Yeah, also but did a good job. I feel like they showed like it a little bit more characters. of like these dudes having to go through like Fucking this change. Movie, if you ask and me. And this, like, they're only like. No, these guys refuse to change. They are unchanging but they men. Never, but there's no scenes that really show the change is coming. It's like them laying around being like, well, like the change coming for them is like the biggest one is when after the first big heist that night when they're laying there and like Ernest Borgnine is like, what does he say? He was like, I do no. I, he's like, I wouldn't do it. Any, yeah, they're talking. I wouldn't about do it any other way either. This is the life they choose. They would want to fucking do it. But this they way. don't sit there and be like, this life ain't gonna exist fucking, anymore. There's cars. That's because there's, there's some subtlety to this stuff. fucking movie, man. We're Tom, not overwriting the script. We're not. That's the thing. These guys are like, everything's okay, and they don't realize time's passing them up without. It's like us. I know right that. now. I know, Matt. You're we're of, old. You're supposed to be on my side on this one. We're Listen, talking. We're podcasting, but we got old. Is there something? Like cool, is there something newer than podcasting we don't know about? One, we, should we be twitching? Should we be twitching? This should these be a reviews? TikTok. Oh, it should be a Twitch. That's oh. a, that, you took a grape one, didn't you? Oh hell I yeah! I smell it. Grape and sour apple are the best jolly range. So this fucking like you're like killing me with that grape. General's men trying to fucking get the guns doesn't work. I love them. It's a standoff. They realize it's not going to work. You all have to like actually meet up with the general for real. We're gonna do this shit for real. That's what happens in the next scene. For fucking the second time, Holden is shows second up. Meeting with the general. Yeah, Holden shows up with the general. He's like, actually, actually, I'm wait, alone. Wait, 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 wait. Third time because there's the first time and the second time was when it's just Ernest Borgnine and Angel, and that's when they're like, ah, fuck this dude. We're taking him. We're letting you go back to your boys. And, and weirdly you enough, happened. like the third one, it's not the same actor. They do get the general no, no, no. from the, those There's three interactions with the commercials. general. The first time they show it's up. It's really get, jarring that he's CG all of a sudden when he was get, just a, an old Mexican man. I felt better that Shaq film. was there. Getting an online car insurance quote from my buddy, the general, is a slam dunk. Hey, Shaq, how about some help up here? Nope, I'm retired.
they get the job, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But the, the second interaction is when they give uh, the general all the guns. It's just Angel and Ernest Borgnine. And they're like, fuck this dude. At first it's Holden, though, and he's like, listen, man, you're going to get four cases of guns. They're all going to explode if I don't get my gold right now. After I oh, go yeah, back, I then my that. dudes will come back and bring you the rest of the guns if that all works out. That's when fucking Borgnine and fucking Angel show up with the with the, the tail end of the shipment. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, fuck you, you can leave, but we're going to drag your dude yeah. around with a car he for a He says the, the woman who he shot, her dad fucking snitched and is yeah. like, we know you stole those fucking guns, motherfucker. It's so good. It's legit. It's a legit. It, that's a legit. It's all legit. Like, you can't. You Too know legit I mean? to quit. I love how they set him up, too. They're too like, legit. hey, man. How many guns would you say you got? Oh, and they're yeah. like, they do oh, that classic uh, thing where like you make a little about, kid lie. You yeah. know that the little kid yeah. did, but you make them lie to you. They're like, yes, sixteen cases, but we lost one on the trails. And the general's like, eh, go fuck yourself. I already know he's a piece of shit. So yeah, Borgnine's like, nothing I can do here. I'm just gonna fucking just but, wash my hands of this. Like, but they let him. They yeah. straight up tell him, he's like, you go back and tell your people. Well, like, this guy's fuck a this. fucking thief. You do whatever you want with him. But he's doing that Borgnine thing where like he's got conflicting emotions yeah. and he's acting with his face and you're like oh this guy's a pro he doesn't want to have to do this but he knows there's no other way he's been doing it the whole movie yeah that's, that's him the whole movie he's got two or three emotions going on at once Borgnine MVP performance wise of this fucking movie I'm Facts. gonna say it's cause he's probably been walked in or walked on once oh, or yeah. twice. This guy's a fucking doormat. I'm While masturbating right every day. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I thought we were talking about S&M shit. I I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, somebody I'm like a steps little on his over balls the mas- with some Ernest Borgnine masturbation High part. heel. High heel on the, on the ball sack. I think you need to show some more support and some more acumen towards one of our great American act film actors. You want to live to be 90. You got the roadmap. Hey, man, he was in red. Just once the general gets his hands on Angel, this is another scene where a bunch of people just laugh for like five minutes straight. Like, <laughs> we're going to kill the fuck out of him. It's going to be hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's like the, the third or fourth one. Yeah. Third or fourth live, laugh, love scene in this fucking movie. The Wild Bunch have a big meeting where they're, like, trying to decide, should we go after him? Should we try to save him? There's, like, 200 of them and, like, fucking four of us. What are we going to do? Doesn't sound smart. Dude, that's one of the best parts, too, uh, reading-wise, is the, uh, the, the final walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking straight up improvised. They just did that, and Sam Peckinpah was like... Oh, oh, we ain't quite there yet, but yeah, we'll get to uh, it. This is, sorry, I jumped I want to talk gun. about I'm this sorry, scene, though, where they're talking yeah, about whether yeah, to sorry, get him or not, because this is, this is to your point earlier, where Borgnine's always bad. the guy who's like, Holden's the leader. Like, this is where fucking Borgnine breaks with him, mm-hmm. where he's like, I know, whatever, yeah, yeah. fucking, they're arguing about the fucking old fucking... But Brian again, even going them. into that, like even like original, like the the points I brought up before, like Ernest Borgnine wanted to break with him. He wanted to be like, yeah, we have to give old yeah. Buck here a fucking something. But like, hey, everyone else is turning on our leader. If they turn on fucking Pike, this whole thing's gonna break apart, yeah. and we can't afford to break apart right now. They're arguing. So I'm gonna back him up over whether he, they should that's get Angel. Kind of, kind of been. 
Thornton shows up to fucking interrupt it, and fucking Holden's, this is when Holden's like, he's doing what he has to do. He gave his word to the railroad, and this is when Borgnine has his big break with him, where he's finally just like, it ain't matter what you give your word, it's who you give your word to. Who do you give it to? It's the first time where it's like, fuck, he went against Pike now. That that conversation also comes up earlier, too, where they're like, the whole, like, uh... The whole who you give your word to thing. They they bitch about that shit a little earlier also. Fucking code that's, shit. That's a code shit. And this is oh to yeah. Thornton they, where, where Thornton tells what, his men or tells the dudes with, these are men we're hunting down and yeah, Lord, I wish I was I with them. Because fucking, because yeah. that's what Pike, Pike gives them. That's when uh old man like makes the horses spill down the sand and Pike's right, like, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you to the brothers. He's with us because we ride to the end. Da, da, da. And then like, they get on the horses, they start Lousy riding together, gorgeous. and they're riding away from the sand thing. As they're riding away from the the sand dunes, the old man rolls up to him. He's like, hey, man, thanks for kind of having my back. I love Mr. Borgnine here. Uh-huh. Because, like, he, like he said, he does the, it's not about mm-hmm. what you gave your word about. It's about who you gave your word to, man. Mm-hmm. And that's just the, right there. Because, like, Pike's losing it. Pike's losing it here, man. Thornton's on his ass. And he knows it. He feels the pressure. And they all feel it. That's the best part. He's though, tired. Too. He's tired. Yeah, he's worn yeah. out. But that's the best part too. Is like they like it's not one of those like a lot of the movies. This movie reminds me of Heat, like a motherfucker. The bank yeah. robber. Or also Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, a later fucking oh, Peck totally. and Paw movie. But like the bank former robbery friends of, went hunting down the other one. But like the bank robbery of Heat. Yeah, it's like the same kind of thing. So where I'm you're telling like, you, these guys are pros. These two old school Heat level pros. For the yeah. whole time, but we have these two younger cats with us. It's like, which is kind of like the brothers, where like you kind of okay, everyone's gonna get out of it, but you have that like now you have that little rife going of like the Gorge. But we still have to stick together. The Gorge what? brothers are the dude who fucking is killing prostitutes in Heat. Like the, the, they're all, oh, they're I, one I, they're I a one to one. I think fucking. Heat, like the movie Heat, straight up like. The main bank robbery heat is fucking the very start, which is funny because that is oh yeah, the that's all star fucking action movie scene right but there. But that is the first scene of this movie is that scene. You know what I'm saying? Also, they're kind of like linked because Borgnine's got a great ass, but you know, and you got your heads all the way up it. But yes, I uh, you threw me off with that. But yeah. <laughs> well, you can all agree. I like the 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 middle, like the climax. The heat is like that's what makes like someone I could try to be like, hey man, watch this movie, The Wild Bunch. They'd be like, oh, the movie wasn't that bad. But I could see people Did you like, like when that guy killed that hooker in Heat. There's it's, two of them in The Wild Bunch. But it's like it's two and a half hours long. I can see people being like, that movie was cool, but like, dude, there is some long drawn out shit in that. Tom Rock. But like that guy got We're at go- the climax of this movie. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's fucking get into it right I here. I know. I'm going to get down to like. I, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me 12 hours to edit this podcast tomorrow if you keep fucking talking right now. <laughs> we ain't been talking that long. It's gonna t- we're at an hour and 30 minutes and we haven't even finished fucking talking about the movie. We need to get into this and climax. Your, your podcast is only an hour and 30 minutes long, so we're good. They decide we need to go back in town. We need to fucking talk to the general. We need to fucking buy Angel back from him. We One can't let our fucking guy fucking, fucking of all time, hanging dude. out to dry here. But he is, he's, he's hung out real dry because they got him hooked up to the car. They're fucking dragging him behind the car all, all around town. The thing Everybody's you, drunk and laughing. Like, 
disgusted. They got they're, the they, disgusting so, little kids are like riding on his fucking limp body and fucking at him. poking they, at him. They He's roll, now the fucking animal getting poked with the stick. They roll up there, right? And they're like, Back in the they're day, like, like that little kids used to run around yeah. with little sticks. Yeah, they call them uh, beating a wheel them, uh, with a stick. Switches, switches. switches. <laughs> yeah, you slap you on the ass, and back in the legs, you poke someone. Snitches. They show it's up. Switches. They're like, "Where's our boy Angel?" And he's like, "Oh, you mean over here?" And they got him sitting there, and they got the they got the car right, mm-hmm. and they got these jumper cables hooked up to the fucking engine of the car, and then and then to they his just nipples. just to his nipples, yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Where did?" Yeah, you didn't see it. I don't remember that. Different cut again. I think you saw a different cut than the rest of us. He got the ultimate edition. So very few people have seen. I was about to be like, did they really do that shits? So the general is like, you know what? I don't really need any money, and I want to fucking kill this guy. So nah, I'm not gonna fucking give him back to you. And then they're like, come on, man. And he's like, okay, okay, I will. Psych and slits his fucking throat right in front of him. That no, okay, so cool. yeah. So, dude, you already no, no, no. Okay, yeah. You made me feel like we had like some. Yeah, we're we're right there. Yeah, That's exactly. So what We're I said, doing it. This is the climax, yeah, man. So we, we, you, dude, dude, their walk, their dude, Tarantino got that motherfucking shit from the wild. Yeah, bus. they decide, oh, fuck yeah. this, and that shit was improvised. That they, they did that shit, and they were like, Craig Ball is like, hey. <laughs> Let's do that again real quick with that foreground and the four of them. Oh, yeah. As they're walking, the one dude's just, just great, just fucking depth of focus in, in this walk. Like, yeah. foreground and, like, and background, fucking. And I'd like to specify. Citizen Kane style. You're seeing everything. I'd like to specify, deep, though. Deep gun, 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 gun cool wise, and watching guns in movies. Wait, the are, are shotguns that they, the shotguns that they are rock in right this crazy are like. Nut? A, like a good call, that's one of the prime things of the movie is like the German guy is like, dude, you got the Old 1911 Colt 45s. Holy shit. You got the Winchester, whatever, like action, pump action. Like those are dirt, nasty looking shotguns they roll with, period. One of my favorite scenes, again, going they back shoot to out the very first shootout. Going back to the very they first shootout. Blow out a whole picture though, window with fucking one shell. But one of the one of the very best scenes of someone shooting, going back to the very first shootout when the dudes are on the on the top and they're busting out the right, bank. Yeah. They cut to that one dude and he just goes boom, 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 boom. Like rapid fire, yeah. And it goes right across the top Kills of the bank a lot of people. and dr- drills like three dudes. Yeah. Those shotguns are titties. But like that last scene when they're walking up and they're like, hey, da 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 da. And they got Angel standing there and he's all like just I've been dragged by a car Basically for a the corpse. past fucking three days. He's a corpse What's that got happening? propped up weekend at Bernie style. They're Bernie Lomax and Angel at this point. Dude, that's another one I like too. Uh, weekend at Bernie's. One, of the, one of the things I read was Watch like, that one on HBO out of all the shits, the MPAA was like, <gasps> that throat cutting scene. Oh, the throat cutting scene is brutal. You get a whole waterfall of they blood were like, we don't coming want, out of that fucking They were throat. like, we don't want blood in that scene, and you can't keep it as long as you do. Let's, so they shortened it, the scene, but they still had like the slice and gush. Oh, yeah. It still looks fucking nasty. And then... Can't right. imagine what it looks like. I'm sorry. Like. Can Tom Rock do this? Can yeah, Tom go Rock ahead, do this? Go this is my first thing, one. That's the best scene of the movie, though. Dude, that motherfucker hits his fucking throat. Slice, it cuts right to Holden Holden and I'm sorry, Pike. It cuts right to Pike, and that dude doesn't even hesitate. 45 is out. Fuck you. Boom, boom. 
shoots the general, and you get that weird pause where just like everybody's so we're, shocked he's dead, go, nobody knows what go, to do. It goes back to the whole like it goes back to the whole thing we were just saying about the the group kind of splintering and breaking apart, but like. Mm-hmm. It's so goddamn fucking, dude, at the same time, like, yes, but n- hell no. They're all together here. They've decided they're, it's a fucking suicide a, mission. Like, it's they're going like out in a we, blaze of glory. We ain't Fuck seen this, this world. In a days. We're going out of it. We ain't seen this dude in a couple days. We didn't know this was happening. And it goes, boom, right in front of him. And like, that dude does not hesitate. His and that moment goes, boom, where boom. nobody reacts with the general being killed, it seems like there's a moment. And that goes, ha-ha! Well, yeah, it seems like, the, and he's he's realizing it, like, oh, they're not even going to retaliate. They don't care. And Looks I think that fucking Holden is just like, well, fuck this. This was supposed to be a suicide mission. So then he shoots the fucking German guy. Yeah. And that's when everybody sees going. Yeah. This is what, everybody needs to die. It's not good say, enough that, like, the fucking, they get revenge. You know what? If we're going to do this, like, fuck that German motherfucker. Boom, boom, with a giant Colt 45 1911, and then it lights it up. Before you know it, Warren Oates has got the machine gun, and he's just killing hundreds of people. Hands down, hands down, Tom Rock, before we get into it and we break it down, because there are a couple shots within that I would like to also discuss, but right off the top of the bat, I would like to say, Tom Rock will say... That has to go down in my top three favorite shootouts of no all time. No question. This thing is so, so large in scale. So, Tom Rock. I you, can't put it like one, two, or three because like we're off the top, top of the head. Can't do one, that. Two, but I'm going to say easily top three like you're, shootouts. You're a fan. You're a fan of the Wild Bunch here. Oh, yeah. The, the group. The, the, the Wild Bunch. They're like a boy did. band. They're like you the wanna, first You want to see them shooting. Like, you want to see them making their way out, right? Matt Ostrowski, Matt Skronsky, Nate Adams, James Potter, Tom Rock. He's just naming people we know. No, it, Matt Steiger. That's fair. People we knew 10 There's years six. ago. And I, could, I could take on a little Teddy. I could take on a... Uh, They're what, dead to us. No, what's uh, what, Jim Bertram? <laughs> He's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? He's There's a good a guy. They He's a listener. They would have got shut down a couple of early ones. We had our we have, we've had our wild bunch, Mastrowski. We've wild bunched it up. So yes, Tom, I have an affinity. More for of it. horrors, less Tom robbery. Tom Rock wants to see the I wild like the bunch bunch also. it up. What's your takeaway here? So we got the big shootout. What's your takeaway here? I want to hear this. In, 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 in what respect? Takeaway about what? We got the, it's their last stand. I love stand. the celebration. They're like, oh, ah, this is just what, what does their last stand mean no, to you? Like, this I, is just a celebration of death. This I, is but I like the Mexicans. Them are like burning yeah, down at, the old west with guys a machine us, gun, a they, fucking a, a a thing from the future. Essentially, that just could have came from another planet and fell down in the middle of them. So, they burned down like the entire Old West. The, so the entire mythos of the Old West. Where's the they put em- it to bed. They put it all to bed. Where's the emotional standpoint for I you? like, though, that they put, the, they, they put it right up on that fucking table. Like, this is our golden god. We're having yeah. a celebration because we have all these new arms. Dude, oh, really quickly. That's another one that I forgot about while I was watching it today it was been? when they're raiding on the train and uh-huh. Ernest Borgnine goes, <gasps> we got grenades! <laughs> right. And you forget that they have like legit hand grenades. Right. So at the end when all that, like so they have their golden god. Full like, on explosions. They, 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 they the blow up god. an entire they fucking Mexican village shut up. during this. But they had their Mexican machine, the, the machine gun set up. It's like the golden god. They're all feasting mm-hmm. around it. 
And when it all rips into it, one at a time, it, they're getting killed. They but start they're killing a lot grenades, of people. Though, with you're it. like, forget about that, and that changes things everywhere. So, Matt, you want to talk about the emotional heart of this scene? Yeah, I would what's say your it is. Away? It's when Holden finally gets killed. Holden's no. the last guy who fucking. No. We can I fucking say no. something before you cut me out and say it fucking starts, no? Emotionally, it starts with the brothers because the one brother makes it to the fucking Ben Johnson makes it starts gunning motherfuckers down while his the brother Gorch sits brothers behind are not the emotional him. He heart starts of the hitting wild everyone bunch. from the fucking the Gorches backside. are the horny They're covering It's an interesting take. Each They're covering when each Holden other. When Holden is finally Covering killed. each other. Right. And then the one brother the gets gunned kid. down. The other brother takes over. Pike gets shot yeah. in the back. You They're the bitch. lower guys in the one, so Shotgun's they have to be killed hurt. first. I agree. There's always got to be but cannon those fodder brothers, in every fucking dude. scene. You like that. You like that. Dude, they cover each other, though, like so well. They even go... even. When they first, the first guy that oh touches God, the machine gun is the German guy. Here. And when I'm playing ma- Call of Duty, this is what me and my Pike squad do. The German guy, and he goes, "Ugh!" But he has one of those like, "You shot me, my fingers on the trigger, and I'm gonna strafe by and take down a bunch of dudes." And that's when the brothers take over, and Ben Johnson and fucking Warren yeah, until they die. So- uh, but yeah, are you shitting me till they die? They fucking... I think Ben Tell Oates... Tell me they and, didn't die. But I think Ben Johnson and Warren Oates shoot more motherfuckers than... Oh, they that. do. Absolutely. There's, there's they no... They kill hundreds of men. But that's that the thing. That is so goddamn that's, good. That's why I'm asking. There's no right or wrong answer here. And we all might have a different answer. Like, for you, like, uh, that's where it picks up answers. for you. I apologize yeah. for you. There's definitely wrong answers. No, 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 no. You, so for, many wrong answers. For you, the brothers pick it up. That's what... That's what... Clicks for you. Where does it? Where does it take a stance for you? It's when Holden dies. He, he like fucking gets he the machine gun. Last will. stand of the wild bunch. First person to take him out. Who's the first person that shoots him? It's the little boy following no, around the general. Not. That's yeah. the last person to shoot him. He's the first That's the person last to shoot pers- him. He's I the first person to get the drop right on now. Holden. We'll pull up the scene on the movie. This That's is the after last we've seen the kids in the first scene. The little kid's the, the last person to shoot him. The, the girl shoots him before the little kid. Torturing the fucking angel and he's dragging yeah. behind the car. It's the kid who shoots Holden first. The kids are fucking killing the wild bunch. It's the next generation ascending. And then the emotional heart is with Thornton. He missed the whole thing. He shows up after it's all over. He didn't even get his final fucking moment of glory like Holden did. That's and he feels empty. For. Yes. He is but, completely fucking empty. He's the wind is out of his sails. But but He missed the end of the old west, Tom but, Rock. But he's also on that fucking edge of like and he lets all the fucking posse take all the scalps and do what they want That's and right. roll out. And he's like, I'm just going to sit here because I know what's going to happen. A lot of bounties. He, as he's still sitting there a few hours later, that posse rolls back up that with all the scalps of the posse. And they're like, hey, <laughs> you want to roll with us and take over shit? And he's like... Let's do this. Here's that's what I was born and raised to do. I was doing this. That's the fucking stinger. The reason I've been a fucking narc is because I there's was a happy me. ending. Everybody's not gonna fucking compromise. Kinda, They're all fucking, gonna get their fucking. Ruins it a little here's bit, though, the thing. It kind of ruins it a little bit though because fucking cop dude, whatever narc motherfucker. He like dude bubbles. The only people holding this shit over here is the fucking railroad. That's right. You could have got that. You could have been like, Harrigan. yeah, fuck these bounty hunters. I'm rolling with you again, fucking Pike. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck these motherfuckers. He could have jumped. Like there ain't no fucking. You know what I mean? Like that's how it ends up, anyways. He ends up rolling out with the fucking. They would have came after him forever if Pike never got fucking. Re fucking godless. So there are ridiculously good shots, especially of Warren Oates. He's the one that does the most machine. Oh, we're past that now. To the point that he got past that point. 
They he even gets where they And then you get down to fucking dude and then you then your tear ducts start hitting because then you got fucking Borgnine. Pike Borgnine Pike who seconds before his <laughs> fucking getting taken out Pike. is holding women in front of him as a human oh, yeah. shield. Really just goes, grabbing women and using them as a human nine. shield. It goes right back to like, dude, that's what, what a makes hero. that movie bad as fuck though is like how fucking dirty they are. And like, we ain't fucking around with how fucking dirty these people are. I love it about that movie. Yeah. How dirt, dirt nasty it is. I'm taking it over. I'm taking the mic back. I'm going to let you know. Matt. And that's why I brought it up. Tell us your final thoughts here. That's Thornton why I brought it up because it brings up so many fucking emotions. Everybody has a thing about this fucking movie, the ending it's of it. It's a fucking man. real guy like, movie, I, it, I'm telling you. If you're a guy, who cares? It hits you a certain way. There's something. If you're a guy. There's the ending scene. There's 10 minutes of shooting at the end of this fucking movie. And like 200 people die. Correct. At least. And no matter who you are, there is one specific moment where it just grabs you and it resonates with you you know it, it's either for you the brothers the this with, and the that go ahead go the, ahead with go the ahead. brothers there's a scene where uh i think ben johnson's still on the fucking main gun we're now at an hour and 50 minutes and have not done judgment day he just made my point though like all that <laughs> stuff all that all that sticks to you though that that's what resonates with you and for you it's uh fucking pike kills this guy first and kills none of that none of that picked up on me for me like it was fucking thornton's drop it was fucking thornton walking in right and for me it was thornton just like walking through and just being like well god damn i missed it all like you said and for every person you're gonna get what you want Everybody has it's a smorgasbord. Something. There's a takeaway for stuff. everybody, so man. Like, so like, there's a you, fucking takeaway so, for everybody. So when you watch B- Butch Cassidy, you're right. you're like rooting for LaFors, and you're like, no, no, you no, never no, 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 no. get to at least see LaFors' face. This is no, no, bullshit. No, no. I'm rooting for, for the bicycle. For me, I ride it to the exact end of it, and as soon as they're like, pow, cut away. But that's, that's what I'm saying. This is the me. rated R version of Butch Cassidy. They, they show the shoot down and dude, they got the two brothers with them that are like, ride or die, motherfucker. This is so much but more just though, as many man. musical numbers too. This is fucking Thornton rolling in and just being like, I missed it. I missed every fucking clap? second of it. We have a good hand clap for okay. like that shootout. Oh, oh, shootout. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, it's right there. That's a solid shootout. That's a good shootout. That's a good shootout. You guys you? sound like you have a lot of opinions you, about uh, the Wild Bunch. I'm going to give you a chance to say your piece here in our next segment, which is called Judgment Day. Carter McCoy, one to ten years sentence for armed robbery. First offense in the state of Texas. Wanted by the state of Ohio for assault with a deadly weapon and armed robbery. I think you liked it with I think he got to you. At least I got to him. Hang you, 
three billion. You still don't get the picture, do you? And I've always heard what a smart-ass operator you was. That's a walk-in bank, man. A piece of cake. You don't have to be Dillinger for that one. Isn't that game? It's all a game. Alfredo Garcia. He's about to become a very important man. We are looking for an old buddy of ours, a compadre named Alfredo Garcia. A private army is scouring three countries to find Alfredo Garcia. Well, don't worry if he's alive, I'll find him. Alive isn't our problem. Someone has offered a million dollars for his head. If I ever get my hands on him, I'm gonna kill him. All it required from me, is physical proof that Garcia is dead. And we're prepared to settle for his head. Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia. Sam Peckinpah. Director of the greatest adventure films of our time. Has made possibly his most powerful and startling motion picture. Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia. Rated R. Smoking cigarettes. Matt and Tom Rock. Throwing Big Mac. Judgment Day is the, the third segment of the podcast here. This is when we look out to you, the people, the salt of the earth individuals on the internet, and see what you had to say about the film that we are discussing. Uh, generally, I take a couple five-bullet reviews, a couple one-bullet reviews. A couple of the best, really. We hear these people out. We Tom see Rock's which way they can sway us. Tom Rock's initiation. There's a, there's a COVID... Tom Rock, we're cheersing over What's here. What's dude's name? Co- I said COVID. COVID Bryant? A Kobe, Kobe Bryant. He just what's, died in a helicopter what's clash. What, what's, uh, our, uh, what's our best... Our, our best dinger for positive reviews. Oh, uh, Ivo Cobra 8, Ivory official Cobra. See, uh, like Blow film reviewer. Yeah, I, a little bit. Do we have one for this? No, we do not. Oh, I did sucks. not see a, an Ivo Cobra review for the Wild Maybe I'm, A little bit before his time, I think, maybe. I'm gonna, that is his time was the 1980s, Tom Rock. He grew I'm, up watching these movies on the VHS and the laser disc and the DVD. I'm, I'm going to look him up and I'm going to have words with him. <laughs> you have to go to Slovenia for that. Uh, this is a super-sized, bursting-at-the-fucking-seams, you know, episode of Baby Oil and Blow. We've got because Tom three Rock hosts. Is here. We've got an extra-long movie, so I figured, why not do three review on each side? We'll get three five bullets. We'll get three one bullets. We're, you guys we're, can high-five out We're pumped loud. for <laughs> our first-ever three-and-a-half-hour three episode. <laughs> Menage uh, chaos over here is what's going on. We record like two hours. You cut it down to an hour and a half. It gets so long. You have no idea. My first one-bullet review breaking time is from an IMDb dude. user no. named Zozuzamen. And it's oh, like spelled oh, with like Z-H's. So I think this is maybe Nate, like a Chinese person. Nate, you think I don't know him? Oh, so you and Zozu go way back? Yama, 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 yama. One bullet from an abuser. Yama, 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 yama. Who knows if this short review is going to include spoilers or Remember not? When you so I checked the little circle anyway. Police Academy program. That said, 
I'm not sure if this is the last Western where the actors actually motioned their gun hands forward when shooting their guns, kind of like kids used to do, but that was all it had to do to earn a one-star rating from me. I kept expecting one of the actors to say, Bang, you're dead! The fact that this did not occur does not mean that this farce was entirely without some of the cheesiest dialogue this side of the movie Aliens. Oh, I agree. But it did manage to help me to view the film to its bitter end. And that was more than difficult to say the least. In truth, I would give this film a minus 10 star rating if I could. But that's not possible. Bottom line, don't waste your time. One bullet from IMDb user, Zozu Zaman. Yummy, 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 yum. What do you have to say about that, Tom Rock? All the actors are like corny little kids holding their guns out to say bang when they fucking shoot things in this fucking movie. Let them know. It's not realistic at all to an authentic gun nut like Zozu. They are wrong. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Literal shots fired. Bang, you're dead, Zozu Zaman. I like that he also concluded that Zeu Jamu Jama uh-huh. is like an entire town of people. He said they are wrong. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're, yeah they. they're Borg. The whole, the you whole, know, you know. The whole group. So one of the problems I had finding uh, reviews for this is is on IMDb, there was just a flood of lame old men writing like 3,000 word dissertations about this movie. They like were my super, grandfather. super boring. Like probably your grandfather's on there just rambling. They got guns. That's America. So, so I had to lean That's really America. Heavily. You do what you want. I had to you lean really you, heavily. You can't do it. You take it. I'm Tom Rock's grandpa. I called him up, and uh, we've got... I'm just going to drop in a voicemail here. Walt Rock? You got a hold of Walt Rock? <laughs> it did not happen. No. It's Tom Rock. Oh, Thomas Sr.? I'm not a third. a third. I'm not a senior. I'm not a third, but... I had to get something in the middle. His name's I had Tom to Rock. lean on Letterboxd. Letterboxd had a lot more concise, a lot more uh, enlightening reviews about this movie. So I, my first Letterboxd review allow it. is a one bullet from user Dynamics. That's not my grandfather. I went into this knowing I don't like westerns, and I came out hating them. I love those. I, lo- I love that. Like, just so you know, this movie's a piece of this shit. This quote-unquote film is the depiction of the worst parts of humanity. How people can sit there laughing at people getting brutally murdered is more than my mind can handle. I want to vomit on the cruelty that exists in this movie and the cruelty that exists in reality. I legit want to just sit here and cry because why would anyone watch as children torture animals, men kill men, and women are reduced to sex objects? Fuck war! Fuck this! We don't want deplorables over here. From Letterboxd user. We don't want deplorables. This is the Texas-Mexican border. You gotta make America great again! We do some of the greatest action scenes, the biggest very good, the best. Uh, you should do all of it. You'll love them. Oh, I can't remember the do line. All of the it. Fucking, do the, all uh, of it. America, the fucking America. What's the fucking the puppet movie? America, fuck yeah, yeah. My final one bullet letterboxed review is from letterboxed user The Coffee. He's probably got a good point. Let's hear Let's it. See, there's got to be some good points on this negative side. Is he black? The Coffee might be able it, to pull it out. Or is it cream involved? There's nothing in parentheses. We don't know. You can go all ways with that. Guessing it's a it's a blonde roast. This movie did the impossible Ooh, by managing to make me fall asleep what? despite its western setting, which usually fucking 
always interested me since day fucking one. That dude loves country. Holy so we're, shit. We're allowed to talk nothing. shit on this guy? There was fucking nothing yeah, interesting happening for me. And it felt long as shit. And a giant fucking waste of time. Even when I ramped up the speed to fucking four times because I was about to hang myself from sheer boredom. This is coming from someone who finished Red Dead Redemption 2 fucking twice without getting bored, not even for a millisecond. I'm almost mad at and disappointed with myself for not liking this. Okay, I'll calm down now-ish. One bullet from Letterboxd user, The Coffee. Tom Rock brought up some great points there that like I didn't Uh even consider, like... Oh, okay. I mean, I guess the movie does take a little it's opening bit of hearts time. and changing minds. It may, it does take a little bit of time to be like it's deliberate. It gives you a deliberate fifteen minutes of like a deliberate uh, pace. But like the first off is like, dude, that's nothing you ever seen before. But then you have to sit for like almost a good forty five minutes or so to an hour. Let's to see another something that you've never seen before. Feel like Tom Rock's let's, leaning towards a five bullet review let's of this. See what, I got you know, a couple other more people, people have here. to say. Who we got? We, we got think that this is a five reviews. bullet movie. My oh, first my one bad. is from a letterboxed user named Rowan Smith. He sounds like a sane person. Holy sounds moly! Irish. Is this movie turned the fuck up or what? <laughs> I'm not much for westerns, but this one lives up to the hype. The style of it feels fresh. Still, all these years later, remember the when frenetic that guy pace from blown away saw of this the movie? editing and the slow motion combined is amazing. Squibs galore, particularly in the finale. Though I find it silly that even in the '90s, the MPAA wanted to make this NC-17. There are far gorier and more violent movies that have gotten ours. Ours. From Letterboxd user Rowan Smith. Arr. I'm really pissed you're not going to have a regular good user on it. Oh, we got fucking Letterboxd user Alex Bergman's after this, who also gives this a five-bullet review. I'd give it a five-bullet. He says, even better than I remember. Unrelenting, brutal, an evisceration of a genre. And when the directed by Sam Peckinpah director card drops during the opening titles... I'm hooting and hollering like I'm at a Prince concert. And he just hit the opening chord for Purple Rain. Whoa! Five bullets. Pussy control. Letterbox user. When it hits old, when it hits old boy's name across that fit, that oh, horse's oh. ass, that's what makes it, dude. Like the opening credits, if you want to call those out, it's all about Matt. that. Matt, you're you're hitting the notes like Pussy fucking. control. Virtuoso, but it's all—it's right all, all about hitting that fucking that dude's name across that horse's ass. I'm sorry. Speaking of that horses, that is one of the best fucking IMDb trivia's. Just giving this thing five bullets. Tom Rock, I think you're gonna like this this next five bullet review. Our final five bullet review. I think it's gonna be Tom Rock approved. Oh, oh this is a five bullet review from IMDb user Sam Peckinpah. <gasps> That's a good name. Is it really Sam Peckinpah? My most popular That's film. I'm glad this film was accepted both critically and by the general movie-viewing public. A little-known fact about The Wild Bunch is there is a line very early in the film that was changed by William Holden. A bank employee is pushed to the floor, and Holden says, If they move, kill them. It was supposed to be, according to my script, If they move, they'll be sorry. I'll leave it to the viewer, which is more effective. Five bullets from IMDb user 
Sam Peckinpah. If they move kilns, way better. <laughs> right? Tom Rock, you're chomping at the bit to get some more thoughts get out your, here. Get your, Let's get into your final thoughts on The Wild Bunch there, and your bullet Lean rating in. for the film. This is yours. Do your thing. All right. You give me my last thoughts, whatever, final thoughts, and my final bullet And points. your bullet rating. I'll give that shit four stars. Bullets. <sighs> four bullets. That's what I said. <laughs> Uh, part of that though comes from because I saw this movie at a, at a very early age, like ten, eleven. In utero. Like my parents, unlike your guys's, didn't Ray- let me watch a lot of radar movies and da da da. But if it had oh, to do man. with the West, shot if, it, if it had to do with the West and war and stuff, they were like, "Oh yeah, he could watch it." It's historic. It's good for you. Totally. But this is like a fucking straight up, like, I remember seeing this at like 10, 11 years old, like mm-hmm. early young yeah. and being like, just the first gun scene, like, it starts so slow, but it turns, so fa- it turns so fast, it turns so fast to like, to just steak. go, 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 go. You're like, ah, what are we doing? John, yeah, whatever. It's the Jimmy Hendrix of shit, shootout man. scenes. This is one of my favorite all time. Sorry to rub your knee there, Mastrowski. That's Maddo. That's Maddo, by the way. Close quarters here in the studio. I don't want to give away his real name, two, but I, I grazed his up. knee. Um, but the 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 whole shebang of it, like this is a dope ass fucking just bank robber getaway, fucking shoot him up, old time. Those motherfuckers that are like, dude, we want that one last score type flicks. But it's done in the old west to the point like the re- the way I watched it this last time, especially mm-hmm. the first their first initiate their the first initial bank robbery, as I was watching it almost instead of horses, cars. So let's say they had like two cars. They had to do waiting with a car. Like Ben Johnson was Wait, waiting with the cars? horses. Were you on mushrooms when you were watching this? They all rolled out rolled out on fucking horseback, dude. I'm saying if you were like spit this up and like jacked it up like 20 years to sure. where it was like a Bonnie and Clyde almost. Would you play the song In Cars over the, the, the soundtrack when it was happening? Here no. in my car. <laughs> no. no. It was... Uh, can lock all your doors. That was not the song Holy I was Willie thinking of. In cars. Eat a sausage. In cars. <laughs> I think it would have worked. That's the words, right? I'm going to remake the movie just to put that song in it. I'm looking back and forth between both these jabronis. And uh, may I continue? You, you're not done yet? This is final thoughts. Yeah. This isn't re- review the entire shit. movie again. So, like, especially when uh, when when when, uh, when Pike, like, rolls over the fucking chick. Like, that made me think of, like, dude, you know what I mean? Like, gangster flicks, like, they tear wave through the streets. And they run someone yeah. over. Like, they did. But this is, like, with a horse. Like, you can't just, like, skid away. You know, like, he's like, oh, oh. Galloping over and there's a lot like of glory shots of just guys riding horses. Yeah, which used to make dudes dicks hard. Yeah, it's but like it's, our it, version of like the gearing up 80s montage to like that, dudes yeah. from the sixties. But 60s. that's what gets to me with what I was saying to you earlier about like the whole the time change thing. I didn't feel that much. I know it's what's supposed to be about to a degree, and I know they kind of get there. But I don't feel that they actually do that in this. Is I feel like fucking just a bicycle scene of fucking uh fucking, fucking 
Butch Cassidy? Yeah, Butch Cassidy. I feel the like that's like that shows more of that kind of thing. Bike doesn't does. trump car. Like the only thing in this is like, oh, rock, paper, they're driving like, angel behind car a car. Bike. But like they know about cars. It's not that they're like, oh, what's this thing that's happening? Like they know about cars. It's 1913. They know about this shit. Not these but they backwater don't hillbillies. Show- yeah, they do. They're way alike. Yeah, they do. No, no, no. They totally know about it because they are they're sitting there. Not Ben Johnson. And they they make it. He officially no, no. doesn't know what it is. He comes out and says it. They make it very relatively known. These motherfuckers have been jumping the Texas Mexican border like nobody's business. They don't give a fuck. Did, did we get back into bullet points? I thought we were in Judgment Day. Oh, we're in Judgment Day. And Tom Rock says, this is a fucking, if you want a fucking bank robber, shootout, fucking gang buster motherfucker, like I'm saying like, I want to say four stars, but like my oh, real gut, my it, real guts tell me it. three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, no, you're wrong. Because it goes a little long. It goes a little long on the Tom Rock, in I will between. Agree with you 100% on the in between scenes, the in betweens go just a little long, the and there's like it's just like. <laughs> Is that Beavis and Butthead watching this? Yeah, movie? pretty much. That's like them doing, <laughs> when they're like, oh, here's our warm... Nah, he makes a hot cup of coffee yeah. and he spills... Yeah. I think yeah. I just Oh, no, that's right. It's that wild turkey you know on Matt's saying? leg. Like First that, you're touching his leg, now you're scenes, spilling wild turkey on his leg. I little... Like, Agreed. dude, it's two and a half hours. I know your guys' thing is like, you guys want 90, 90 minute fucking minute movies. bangers. We just went an hour over... But it's an older movie, so you guys usually take a fucking gauge with it. And I do as well. But, like, yes, there is definitely some shit. Like, dude, when they first go to Angel's fucking village, we don't need 20 minutes of them, like, with cuts of him being, like, mad that they're talking to your sister. And then it literally ends with them taking your sister away and being mad about it. Yep. You just showed up like, you got a sister? Yep. Oh, well, well, dip, dip, gone. Bup, bup, bup. Okay, yeah. we're on. Yes. The, you can shorten that flick. So you sticking to four or are you going down to three and a half? No, I'm going with four. Four bullets from Tom Rock. Matt. I'm going with four, but I'm saying like I'm right on the edge. But I'm Watch going it. with four. All right. Yes. Tom, it's Tom one of those you got to watch. And I'm also what, like, I want to say. What are Matt's like, final thoughts in his bullet rating? Si- s- somewhat asterisked. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's coming from childhood. Like, the gunfights, though. The gunfights. You're just, saying there's a nostalgia factor bumping Oh, up there's definitely some nostalgia factor. But, like, yeah, you need to wipe some shit down. We all heard that on the mics. This place but is regardless, like, gunfight, regardless, like, the last gunfight alone... You put that as like a 15 minute short gonna movie. Fucking murder this that's guy. Eight, that's eight stars. I'm trying to you edit know what this I'm tomorrow, saying? and I'm six hours into fucking editing this. I'm gonna just fucking drive. We to his barely house and made it three hours. This, this is gonna be easy one for you. Stop being a little bitch. He he has no concept of how long it takes to edit audio. I would like to give Nate Uh-oh. and Tom's dynamic five bullets. Okay, no, that's not what we're doing because. Okay. They, will at, they will at least shoot five bullets at each other. And then probably a lot of more bullets at each That's other. That's true. Because you have one extra. they love each other and they hate each other Angel so stole much. Angel and took it to Mexico. And I love the two of them for it. Uh, this movie has a little fucking something for everybody. And it's whatever. Even some little titties. It little is, brown titties. Yeah. It's got brown titties in it. 
It's got Jasmine, white scumbags in it. Like 20 minutes. This What's movie, this movie <laughs> is totally whatever you want to invest into it. And uh, the ending, man, like Tabula Rasa. I love that fucking ending. Tabula Rasa. Like I, I identified with who I identified with, but there's no right or wrong answer for that ending. And that's what makes it such a good movie. Is everybody can just come to it and just be like, "This is what I grabbed out of it." And uh, I gotta throw a full four bullet four rating bullet at rating this guy because you and Tom Rock high fiving on that one. He's right. There's both a lo- of you think this is a four bullet movie. It's a four bullet film I don't because know how I feel about it's that. so fucking enjoyable. And I know you're gonna poo poo and you're gonna go maybe as low as three and a half, oh, but you can't go lower than that. Right, and I just water. fucking triple dog dare you. So let me give a horn in real quick. That's the one of my other parts though about giving it the four is again the the whole Butch Cassidy thing. Mm-hmm. Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's five. That's a five bullet all five day. bullet movie right there. Oh, that's You're a, saying that's saying? a five. I'll that's say that's a four, dude. It's four and a half. It's a fiver. Oh, do you have a five bullet movie? Do you give out five bullet ratings? Are you shitting my ass? No, I'm not. I'm asking. You, you just said that that's your favorite movie, but have, it's not Five Bullets. That does not compute in my have head. Have you never talked to Tom Rock about the hit horror film P2? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Rock has Five Bullet movies. Uh, but don't don't be rushing me on that shit. The what he just gave it a four bullet uh-huh, review yeah. on is the same reason I gave it a four. Dude, okay. he basically said the same thing. Yeah. It's fucking Butch Cassidy, only rated R. You know what I'm saying? Things are more moderner than before. Bigger and yet smaller. It's computers. San Diego High School Football Room! Four dudes hosed down like 150 motherfuckers. Tom, Tom Rock. And they legitimately pretty much show uh-huh. in slow motion and real motion right. every single yeah, like person that gets right. shot. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Remember talking about that scene three or four times now. One of my best scenes is when like, the German guy goes... I'm going to jack the machine gun. I'm willing home. Guys, you'll be happy to hear that I gave this movie four bullets, too. We're all giving it the same rating. We got one more gunfight. Four oh, bullets. Fucking all saying. around. I just wrote it sure. down right here. We Pretty all sure. gave it the same fucking rating. Pretty sure I said four and a half. Did I say four? <laughs> wow. Tom Rock's bumping his up to four and a half. I'm just fucking with Nate. But yeah, dude, it all comes out of that last goddamn gunfight. Especially when it's you have someone down. that, dude... In a movie, when you to have the a last dude, minute of hey, this podcast, I'm gonna have to sw- I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to swing this away, so you're gonna have to help me out here as I get up. But you're gonna, I need your help with the vocals. Yeah, you know, hey, you get a guy that like he runs up behind the machine He's up and he's gun acting nest, things up you know, now. He's like gunning. He's back to talking about the machine gun shot, scene. He's like, ah! but as he falls, it's like. And you're like, dude, you just sprayed down that whole doorway while you were falling. That was the wild yes. bunch. Yes. This is only the first in a whole series of movies. Sam and Peck he and still Paul didn't die. That was, fucking, that was fucking motherfucking 
month of September. That, that was uh, Bloody Sam Timber, we're calling it. Uh, next week, get ready. We're moving on later into his career, more towards the cocaine era of Sam Peckinpah's career. We're going to be watching The Getaway, Tom Rock. Yeah, you like fucking... Uh, you a fan of Steve McQueen? Oh, yeah, I let him smack like around Allie McGraw in the face for a while, for like a good 10 minutes. Smacked her straight up in the face. Everybody loves that. I mean, need y'all come watch that movie. Come on back. We're doing a deep dive. Sam Peckinpah all wait, wait, month wait, long. Wait, 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 wait. Matt, what's wait, the, wait, what's the did show we all, Did we all... Did we all uh, also... Did, have we also all... Uh, Correspond and watch the uh, Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger, Ma- Michael Madsen, Ooh. Jennifer Tilly version the remake. Get away! Oh, we don't support remakes oh. here on the show. I, I'm sorry, I just named off uh, a handful of actors that I think uh, I know. Michael Madsen's showed up in your guys' shit. We don't watch Alec Baldwin movies because he's a liberal. Mm, he's a good guy. <laughs> I know you guys like a little Jennifer Tilly. Tom Rock, I got one question for you. Ooh, I want to hear this. If you were at a party and there was a bunch of chicks around that wanted to date you, what would you say to them? What color are their hair? And are they cool? Right here on Baby Oil and Blue. It's a long road when you're on your own and it hurts when they tear your dreams You take the grape, I'll take the green apple. You want apple. the green apple? I'm going to have the grape. That's that's a deal. I mean, I'll switch it out if you want. No, but you, you have to do it right now with me. No, I'm going to take the grape. I want the grape jelly rancher. Take it. Okay. We're, we're, we're popping these things in? Yeah. Okay. Fucking Matt's a sucker. He leaves early. He's not even enjoying all this candy. Hey, man. He, he no, no, no. He, he, he partook of a grape earlier. I was like. Oh, that dirty son of a bitch. Was he eating candy during the podcast? I was. So unprofessional. I was. Oh, God. Unprofessional all around. I was just holding back my smoking, though, but I knew better. Like, I know, like, talking into things and da 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 da. It's like the 60s, man. You can't be smoking in the studio. Totally. But I know at one point he popped that shit, and I was like, there's even, you might even have audio of it. Holy, that shit's melting. But I was like, just pocket that, that smell, all day. I smell grape. Are you eating a grape jelly ranch, motherfucker? Yeah, you can. Grape is one of the more powerful fake flavors. That's, that shit'll grape up your face all day long. Dude, it's all about the cherries and the watermelons. Period.
I'm not a fan of artificial watermelon. It doesn't work for me. I'm right there with you. I think it tastes for, like watermelon or anything, really. I'm right there with you, except for watermelon Jolly Ranchers. I don't give a fuck. That shit's worth bomb. Well, I'll agree to disagree on that. I ain't looking for for watermelon at that point. You know what I mean? What, what, are, you, what are you getting out of it? It just tastes pink and awesome. 